Yeah, I see. I saw who you voted for, America. <laughs> so <laughs> none of this, uh, none of this confuses me at all anymore. <laughs> if we read an article next week about uh, a man took it, uh, a man tried to get his son to fuck a seal to say that it would make his his son manly, I would be like, "Hey, it's right on point for America." <laughs> I, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not surprised anymore. Me and my son shot, uh, took shot glasses of bleach. Like uh, I, hey, hey, it's America. <laughs> this is this is what it is. <laughs> this is where we're at now. Yeah, this is where we're at. Oh, <laughs> this God. is this is us. <laughs> oh, I'm like, damn, I like everything, man. Like, go lift some fucking weights. Like, <laughs> do. Do something else. There's <laughs> like millions of yeah. things, you know. To, you know, so how about sit down and read a book with a, a comic yeah. book? For, no, that's not manly. Perhaps dude. you know. No, that's not manly. Yeah. No. I mean, yo, you, you, could, you could even fucking taught him how to like shave or some shit, like like any yeah. fucking thing. Then like you know, we gonna go out and fucking rob people because this <laughs> this is what men do. <laughs> <laughs> Finally back. It is the 20th of November. We have, I think, about two more episodes left for the year. And uh, let's, without further ado, it's been a long time. Let's kick it off. My two guests with me, two beards. GNS, what's up, brothers? Hey, how's it going, guys? Another, another. Great to be back. Um, <laughs> hope, I hope you enjoyed your vacation. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Short-lived, but uh, we get another vacation right after Spec start next week. So uh, Wednesday, we're on vacation from uh, Wednesday all the way until my goodness, when are, when do we go back to work? So it'll be, geez, it'll be I'll be on vacation from the twenty-sixth all the way until the fourteenth of December. <laughs> so yep, another another wonderful vacation. So nice, <laughs> but well, this is cyber. Yeah, Hopefully that... Cyberpunk drops. Yeah, I know. It doesn't duck us like last time. No, man. Cyberpunk <laughs> is coming out next year. Oh, don't no, say don't that, say man. stuff like don't that. Don't say that, yeah. man. Come on, on Valentine's Day. <laughs> no, I don't like it. I don't like it. Man, it feels good to be back. Y'all two had a little bit of an adventure while I was gone. Uh, where's yep. the... Uh, where's, why, why don't you tell us what you, what you two covered and where the episodes are? <laughs> for everybody listening um we recorded a uh as as part of expanding the no network out uh we actually we actually um put out three episodes of a show called impromptu that does like it's a little bite-sized where it covers one topic and we just basically uh like talk over that one topic uh, about a myriad of different things very very cool show um, I had a couple um, still editing, so there's like three issue, three episodes in the can. They'll all be going up to the uh, YouTube uh, No channel. Where you'll be able to, to see them there, and uh, and we hope for to record uh, more in the coming future as well. Awesome, awesome. And is that going to be something that you're going to schedule on a certain day that you guys record? Are you going to do a live, or is it only going to be recording and on YouTube only? 
Um, I did one episode live. I would like to do them live as well, but like, uh, we'll see once um I can get everything to work the way it should work. So for right now, it's going to be uh pre-recorded and uploaded until things are actually work how they should. All right, that's technology. Technology, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, exactly. GNS, welcome back, man. We haven't seen you for a bit. Yeah, I've, well, I did the two episodes with Beards, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm actually about to start my vacation starting today. Oh, and, uh, man. Good. <laughs> yeah. I don't go back until the Monday after, uh, after Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so it should, it should be pretty cool. I'm going to try to uh, stream some more and uh, also write, working on a project with beards that uh, is top secret right now. Mm. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Hope it's good. Hope Much success, man. Much success. Well, yeah, that's that, that's why it's top secret because uh, uh, I don't want to be uh, crucified by the per- the one person. No. Oh, she who shall not be named. Gotcha. gotcha. That's right. Gotcha. That's gotcha. right. Gotcha. It's trash. <laughs> I still haven't gotten through the 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 character bible yet. I'm like, ah, uh, does that does that make sense? Will that really happen? So yeah. Mm. <laughs> I want to say a special hello to. All of our listeners who um, probably missed us, they're like, dude, no episodes for like two weeks. What the hell is happening? But we're back for a short stint. So uh, let me just real quickly update everybody as to what's going to happen. We're going to have two more episodes that'll ring out the year because it's the holidays, right? Everybody needs to spend time with their family. So um, I figure next week we'll do one Black Friday. You know, if you can't come, I understand. You know, it's after Thanksgiving, but... uh, We'll do one for Thanksgiving, and then uh, in December, the 18th, I believe it is, um, which is a Friday before Christmas, uh, we'll do a wrap-up show, which uh, we'll look at the year finest of 2020, you know. It's going to be a great year, as Mr. Two Beers says. 2020, we'll do a wrap-up. Every time... Yep. Every time you say that, every time you say that, I just see him like with a twinkle in his eye saying it. <laughs> yeah, he said it. And then look what happened. He brought it on us. In fact, I'm going to make sure I have that clip ready. Every time we say something, I want to have a clip to play. 2020 is going to be a good year. My two beers. Every time. I actually, I, actually, I actually wish somebody a happy birthday today. And I said to them, like, um, I was like, I hope going forward, like, uh, this, there's, there's nothing but ups for you. Like, everything's going to go upward from here. And dude actually responded, are you trying to 2020 me now? <laughs> Remember 2020 is going to wow. be a good year? <laughs> wow. I was like, oh, oh man. man. All right. So let's, let's get into foolishness. So for people that know, um, we did pitches. Um, uh, we don't have a pitch this week. I guess we could go back to it next week. I don't know. We'll see. We'll discuss it with the uh, the fellow uh, co-workers, and we'll see if we want to do a pitch to close out um, 2020. But uh, a lot of stuff. We missed a lot of stuff. But before we get into the foolishness, uh, let me – I will address, even though I addressed and I did this date, you know, a shit last time, two weeks ago. I'll do it again. 
uh, this time because there's something I do want to get off my chest and I do want to kind of talk about. And I talked to two viewers about this, and I know everybody listening is like, my God, every time Khan talks, is always preaching to the fucking choir. We know, we know, be better, shut the fuck up, we're tired of it. But I want to bring something up that's really bothering me. And um, so AOC, who uh, a lot of people don't like, I don't know why, but um, maybe because she forces people to confront, you know, the, 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 their image that they don't want to confront in the mirror every day. Uh, stated something about, like, we need to start paying people, you know, who are at home, which makes sense, right, with everything that's happening 2020, you know, COVID and so forth. But I started to look at things and I started thinking, and I was like, damn, man, I got nerve pain. I'm tired all the time. I can't seem to fucking lose weight. I, you know, even though I sleep, I feel exhausted. You know, it's, it's, it's the pains of getting old, I guess you could say, right? That you don't really understand when you're young. And the point I'm, I'm trying to get to is um, the one thing it makes me look at, and apologize if I start crying, but anytime I, uh, I talk about my grandmother uh, who passed away last year, it, 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 I get, you know, teary-eyed over it. Um, but um, I, I, I take a look at her, who, and she's had two retirements, right? Um, <laughs> two retirements. Um, and, you know, I think her first one was, I think, in her 70s. And then she had one later, like, close to, like, her 80s. It, it's, it's, a, it's a crazy thing. But, but the point I'm trying to get to is this. Is, as people, right, I, I think in America, one thing that we can learn from other cultures is respect for our elderly. And... I think of it like this, right? You're a kid, you don't know anything, you're learning everything, right? You're not really put to the grinders. You have you learn life comes to you, but you know you're learning. And then you get to your to your teens and you're going to school and school's getting more serious. You're writing all these reports and shit. You got to do research, and, you know, you go to college and and it's it's all this stuff that prepares you for the real world of working, right? Working with people having to rely on people for stuff, you know, being a boss, you know, all the stuff that basically is good you need for, for, you know, a job or career. And then you go in, you work and you work yourself to death, right? You have kids, you see them grow and you work yourself for your family to make sure they're set. And I, I, I think as a people, you know, and I know the retirement age is what, like 65 or something like that. It's probably a little later than that. But I, I think that we as a people need to start taking care of our elderly, but not even our elderly, but our older people. And it should get to a point where it, it shouldn't be looked at as socialism or a handout. If a, if a person who's put 30, 40 years of their life in terms of paying taxes for this damn country, paying for the military, the roads, the schooling, doing work, putting their head down, doing everything they had to do to work, you know, do whatever they had to do to survive. If they want to fucking retire, you know, the last, you know, possibly 20 years of their life, if they even get that much at 55 or so, they they should have that benefit, right? And it shouldn't be frowned upon. We should celebrate people um, who worked hard and put in all that work, you know, to keep our economy, keep everything striving going forward. It shouldn't be frowned upon. And it, it, it upsets me every time we see something where 
anybody says, well, let's start putting money towards the elderly. And then it's like, well, no, let's cut, start cutting Medicare, Medicaid, and all the retirement shit that we have for the elderly. They can hurry up and just die and get the fuck off of our planet. And this is that mentality. And I don't want to say young and old, but this mentality just is, is just... It's just American, right? And it, it saddens me that we... Like, I'm getting to this point now, right? And I was talking to my mom, and she was like... I, she was, like, talking to me because, you know, they had a project, and she had to do something, and it was, like, new stuff, right? And she's, like, talking to me. She's like, she's like, yo, Khan, I, not Khan, you know, Merle name, but she's like, Khan, you know, it's... it's I, I'm, I'm at this age now. I, I, I'm past that. I, I put, like, 40 years of my life... In terms of growing and learning, I just want to do what I do that makes me happy and just retire and do and just be it and, you know, work what I have to work to keep putting food on and be done. And that's not afforded to us. And every time we get somebody who wants to progress us and get something like that, this mentality of, no, we need to stop. <laughs> no, we, we handouts are bad. No, we, we, we shouldn't be taking care of old. We should be putting it towards stupid stuff like our corporations and Wall Street. It, it keeps going in this mind, and I, I just don't understand it. And the people, and the thing that really gets my goat is the people who would benefit the most from it are the ones who are shooting it down. <laughs> like, like I, I don't get it. And I don't want to go into much stuff because I'll save a little bit of it for when we get into the political campaign and stuff since we missed the election. Yay. But I'm, I'm tired of this, this idea that as a person, you need to work yourself to death until you die. Life, life is meant to be enjoyed. And people need to understand that. And if you want certain things, yes, you have to work. That's just the way it's set up. Unless, you know, you're you know, you're, you're rich or you're happy. Like another guest on our show, you know, just, just living off of life. You're not having to worry about those, you know, those, um, shackles, you know, of mortgages and tuition and loans and all the other shit, you know, they separate themselves from it and they're free themselves from it. So it's like, we, we shouldn't, we shouldn't want to, we should strive for better. And I know it's not something that's not going to change, but it's, it's something that we as a people need to do. And and I'm not saying that because I'm getting old. Well, maybe part of me is saying that. I'm not going to lie. But it's like I'm to a point now where it's like I, I, I don't care anymore. <laughs> you know, I've, I've, I've done what I need to do. I could go, I could die in the next five years or 20 years. If hell, I could die, you know, in two weeks, you know, it, it's not worth it. The stress is not worth it. Me killing myself is not worth it. You know, stress and working over, it's not worth it. Now is the time that I want to be able to just sit somewhere, pop on Netflix, hold my wife's hands, have engaging conversations, laugh, talk, and do whatever the fuck we want to do. And, you know, and just chill. And that that's it. And if I get, if me and her, we get another 10 years together, 20 years together then that's what I wanted to be and you just enjoy life and that's it and when my time comes it comes but I don't want to be and here comes the tear works whoo pardon me because this gets emotional I don't want to be oh man you're done I want to be in my 70s or 80s like my grandmother who had to work taking care of elderly people because this fucking system didn't care about her. I don't want that shit. 
We as people shouldn't live like that. We shouldn't fucking live like that. And we shouldn't be like that. Nobody in this world should live like that. And, and, and I miss her dearly, I love her, but I think about her and I think about other people. And you as a people need to understand, it, this is not right. This is not right. And hatred for people of sex or color or whatever the fuck shouldn't even get in the mat in the in between progress we need to fucking change because this shouldn't be our life period this should not be our life and i know we're going to go to happy shit but it just it just upsets me right when we every time we get progression it's like that that fucking wall comes in the way right and i love her dearly 80 years old taking care of people with dementia and she has fucking cancer and she's taking care of people with dementia I love her to death. Rest in peace, Grandma. But, you know, that's it. I'm going to end it on that, you know, sad note. But uh, let's get into some happiness. I apologize. Oh, man. No, I... I, I uh, my chest. I'm sorry. Man. No, no, I... Um, I, I a thousand percent agree with you, man. A thousand, a million times agree with you. Uh... And I, I'm sorry for your loss. I, I know how that how that is. Oh, I thank you, man. But every, every everything you said is a thousand percent yeah. true. Yeah. Uh, and yet I I I I'll talk to you more about the about it later. But yeah, yeah, yeah you. I'm yeah. sorry, man, if I hit her. But it's just like you shouldn't you shouldn't be all that old. You know, your shit should be taken care of. You sh- there should be a program where you know you get food, even if your fam if your family can't provide it, you know food shelter, and you should be able to retire and just live your life, the rest of your life, happy and without stress, right? And that's that's what I'm saying. Uh, and know. and it's it it's funny that everywhere else on this planet you yeah. can do that. Yeah. It's up for here. Yeah. They, everywhere else. Every culture does it. They take they bring their grandparents in, and they take care of them. Yep. Cause yeah. they did their, yeah, yeah. I I don't get it. I mean, it's just America. Two beers. When I talked to two beers, he said it was capitalism. But you know, <laughs> I said, dude, capitalism has to go past. There, you, you gotta be capitalistic, but there's gotta be a point where, you know, there has to be some humanitarian in you. You know, did we lose at least at, at least a little bit? It looks like he's muted. Yeah. At, at least at least uh at least a little a little bit. Just a slight yeah. amount of humanity would go oh, man. a long way. Tell yeah. me about it. Go ahead, Two Beers. I'll read comments in a second, but go ahead if you have something to say. Oh, no, I just want to say, um, like, I I absolutely agree. And, like, I'm I'm sorry that wonderful woman uh, spent the, uh, the last two years of her life doing that as well. Like, um, and you always know how I felt on these sort of things yeah. that when it comes to matters of... Uh, when it comes to matters of life and death or quality of life, I like, and I don't mean quality of life as material items. I don't feel those things should be uh, monetized. I don't feel they should be a business, whether it comes to uh, housing, food, like the, the way, as you said before, that we treat our elderly. I don't think that should be a thing where like, uh, like somebody who's um, somebody who's hit like 50 years old, like uh, I don't think they should be still 
uh, pushing out, working as hard as they can, hoping that they can retire by the time that they hit 70. Yeah. It's, it's very stupid. It's yeah. beyond them. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. And I mean, if people think about like the rich, it's like the NFL, right? It's not, not everybody's going to sell a million dollar idea. You know, not everybody's going to get paid and be that millionaire, you know, you know, it's, 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 it's a very small percentage of us, right? Most of us, unfortunately, we don't have it. And for us who contribute so much of our money in our life in terms of paying for those things, for it to just go to corporations and bailouts to, you know, Wall Street and all this other shit, it's a slap in the face, man. And the money needs to be done better. And real quickly, uh, Payne, I want to say welcome back, sir, to the show. We really missed your uh, comments. Payne says, I can closely relate something for my grandmother, took care of people her whole life, retired, and still took care of it, Alzheimer patients, and literally worked herself to death. And I agree, and this, and this is a sad thing, and I agree with Payne, it's, it's, like I could talk to anybody, and there's, there's tons of people who have somebody in their family who's still like that, who's like, yeah, grandma's still working, because <laughs> she has to. And it's like, come on, man. It, it shouldn't be that way. But yep. uh, even my even my grandpa was actually still he was still he was still doing like roofing and stuff like that into his like seventies. Like he had to have a stroke before he finally stopped working. That's crazy. So that's man. yeah, that's that how ridiculous crazy. it is, man. Yeah. And for all those listening, no, I'm not saying that you stop them from working. No, I'm just saying that if they want to have it, the chance, like. Some people where they're like, you know what? I put my time in it. I want to relax, enjoy my grandchildren, my children, and, you know, enjoy whatever I, time I have left on the surf. It should be open to them. You know, that's all I'm saying. The houses that my grandmother used to, my grandmother lived in and, you know, for the retirement homes and stuff, they weren't much. They were like a little apartment, right? It's, it's something easily that could be governmentally financed, taken care of. And we could be good yep. with, right? It's, it's not a hard thing. And I'm, and I'm going to talk to you right now. My grandmother isn't eating $300, $400 worth of food every week. <laughs> She's a tiny, she was a tiny little woman. <laughs> you know, she had a can of soup maybe a day, if that, right? It, you know, you get to a point where, you, you know, it's a lot of stuff just don't matter anymore. You know, it's just let's just make yeah. them comfortable and happy. That's, that's all I get to. But uh, before we go into foolishness, Man, oh man, the first topic, man, it kind of saddens me. I, I I don't think we brought it up. Uh, it wasn't in our things, but um, Black Lightning is 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 coming to an end on the on CW. Black Lightning on its fourth uh, season for the CW is coming to an end. In fact, let me swap over to it uh, real quickly for everybody to see. So uh, we do know uh, Black Lightning is getting a spinoff with the. Um, uh, the villain turned hero. Oh my gosh, I forgot the guy's name. Uh, the dude shot poison. My goodness, I forgot his name. <laughs> Painkiller. There we go, Painkiller. And I'm sure that will bring a couple of probably um, the one daughter because that was her boyfriend and a couple other characters probably from the show. So I'm going to start off with you, GNS. Did you watch uh, Black Lightning? Are you sad that it's going after four seasons? What's your thoughts? Yeah, I, I actually am. Uh, I only watched the first season and a half of the second season. Um, but I, I was thinking at least six seasons for this show. I, I didn't read the article to see like 
what's the reasoning for for the show to be uh, canceled. I know there was some controversy back with the husband and wife uh, showrunners. Yes, yes, yes. Committing adultery or something, yeah. Yeah, so... And see, this show was kind of like up in shambles after that, and also... Uh, that team had a show on the own network that was really good. That was based on their lives. And even from that show, that being it, being that it was based on their, uh, on their life, you could see the issues and things that they had the, you know, the showrunners and stuff. So I can kind of see, so maybe it just fell into the wrong hands or the CW doesn't feel like it's that much of a priority, but I think anything that shares our voice or our community's voice, you know, at, at least try to keep it around as long as they can. But if we're getting a spinoff for sure, then, then not, you know, I'm, I'm happy with that too, but I was hoping that we would get at least uh, six seasons of this show. Okay. Um, I kind of agree too, also with a lot of stuff that you were saying, uh, two beers. What are your thoughts? Well, it sucks. I will, I will throw it there right off the bat that I am guilty of not watching it. I haven't really watched any of the CW ever since um, the 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 return of uh, the return of season of the halfway point of um, the mid season point of Flash season two, season three, and like uh, some other shows just completely um, it just completely made me not want to uh, <laughs> to listen anymore or to check this to check them out anymore. So like. Um, so yeah, unfortunately, I did not watch it, and I was just about to get around to watching it because uh, I was like, "Yeah, I do need to go ahead and give it a shot," even though I I feel the CW always drops the ball on something. But I will say, like, uh, so you got the spinoff coming, and they're actually making a show based off of the new uh, Wonder Woman, but th- but it's going to be her younger as a girl. So like, um, may and like I, I keep hearing stuff about like. Um, a lot of the CW people up at the top, they're not very friendly when it comes to diversity. Like they got rid of um, they got rid of some, uh, they got rid of a black writer off of uh the, the upcoming Lewis and Clark series because they didn't like uh her ideas for making the uh the Kents diverse since they're since they're adoptive parents. I guess she was asking why do they have to be white if they're if they're Superman's adopted parents. So like um, all I'm gonna say is uh. Too many brown people. And that's why they canceled Black Lightning. Wow, you kind of stole. You, know. if you kind of stole from me, man. That was gonna be my. Thing. I was gonna say they turned black. They turned a uh, Batwoman into Black Woman, and that was it. They were like, "All right, guys, we we we, we hit our quota with her. You guys are going yeah, exactly." Get the hell out too, of here, get too, yep. <laughs> like we got way too many black people on this network now. <laughs> it's like, wait, oh. one gotta go. <laughs> well, a- actually, actually, it, it was our network for a while, wasn't it? Was it uh, UPN? UPN? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of networks started off. A lot of people don't even remember that uh, that Fox used to have tons of um, yep. black net- color. Uh, shows. Yeah. Rock. Yep. Wasn't Living Single on there as well? I think so. I think it was. Yeah, it was. <laughs> so, yep, there you go. Payne says, uh, time to shit it down. This ain't <laughs> That's how they were feeling. Yeah. It was like something looking unfamiliar around here. <laughs> but um, real quickly, I'll say my my say my thing for it. I, I, I'm happy that it got four seasons. And part of me wants to say, 
that um, it, it, it sucks, but I have to look at it from two factors, right? I can't blame GNS from not watching it or Two Beers from not watching it. Only thing I could blame is the writing, right? If the writing wasn't compelling enough to get people to continuously want to watch it, then, you know, that's the fate that happens to it. So I know the writing fell off a little bit after the first season. I think was second season was all right. Third season, they were trying to change stuff around. They totally changed the way the show was. And I enjoyed it, but there, it had its problems, right? Um, and then, you know, and then now we get the fourth season, which is definitely going to be the ending of it. It, it saddens me, uh, especially because, you know, I really love Legends of Tomorrow, which, but it gets no ratings, and that's still going on. <laughs> they don't care about that. And the last show they canceled was Arrow and Supergirl. And it's kind of weird because Supergirl and Black Lightning were the top of the ratings outside of... Um, Flash, they were like number two, number three when uh, for like the first season and a half, I think, and then their ratings dropped and it just never recovered. So uh, at that point, CW probably was like, you know what, it's time to to move on from those projects. Uh, so it's sad. It's sad. Uh, Pace says Supergirl died because she was pregnant. Yeah, that did have an impact to it. That did have an impact, but they had their child, so at most. Supergirl would have been just delayed, and what they would have did was they would have moved Legends of Tomorrow to the front half of the season, and then moved her show to the second half. They've done it before, um, because of the pregnancy. So that's it, it. It does have a way to end. Yes, I'm sure she wants to stay home with her kids. We we kind of talked about it when we talked about. It. I'm sure that that did have a uh, an impact to it. But um, a lot of it, too, also was, like, ratings and, you know, people complaining about the SJW garbage. But, you know. But, yeah, sad, sad, sad moment. So, um, let's go to our next actual topic. Terrence, well, ah, Terrence Williams as exits the Batman TV spinoff uh, HBO exclusive coming from Hollywood Reporter. Uh, we When we saw the first trailer for The Batman by Matt Reeves, we heard that we were supposed to get a GCPD uh, spinoff TV show, and they had their showrunner, Terrence uh, Winter, <laughs> come on, and now we find out that Terrence Winters has left because of creative differences, so I'm going to go with you, Two Beards. Um, we've, we've seen creative differences, of course, hurt a TV show before. What are your thoughts about uh, Terrence Williams leaving uh, the Batman uh, a TV show? You keep calling them Williams. <laughs> but, uh, I know. I hear Terrence, man. You hear Terrence and you just think Williams. Like Terrence Winter. Yeah, yeah. You keep Terrence about Winter. That garbage fire, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think this is um, hmm. This is this is um. I I think it, it's looking like he's probably the problem because I keep seeing like uh like it. The article actually brings up a another show that he left due to creative differences, so I um I think maybe it's probably one of those things where I feel that uh Reeves probably probably has this whole thing lined up where he's like he he wants one straight cohesive story, and I think Winter wanted to tell his own story, and Reeves was like no like this is the story you just you just basically you basically uh you can creatively tell the story, but this is exactly how the uh it's got to follow this uh plot line or this outline. And I think that's probably why he um, left because he wanted to tell something completely different. Mm, gotcha. Uh, GNS, your thoughts? Uh, I was hoping that it would actually uh, come to life because I was 
you know, curious to see how his take on uh, Gotham City would have been. You know, I, I I thought it would more line up with um, with what Matt Reeves has going. But, you know, he probably, like I was telling two beers, he probably wanted gratuitous violence and nudity throughout. And uh, that probably doesn't fit <laughs> into the Gotham, <laughs> uh, um, you know, ecosystem <laughs> as far as like, a, you know, for a wide audience. So it, there's no telling, but I, I agree. I do think it's something going on with him. You know, it, may, it might even be an ego thing. Well, I, I, I did uh, Boardwalk Empire and The Sopranos. So you guys are supposed to follow whatever I say and do. So I think it might be an ego thing involved too. That's possible as well. Oh, he did uh, Boardwalk and Sopranos? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Okay, okay. He wanted, uh, he wanted long stroke uh, Commissioner Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, did, he did work with Jeffrey Wright on Boardwalk Empire, so. Uh, I don't yeah. like Jeffrey Wright's character. But you remember? Do you remember Jeffrey Wright's character in Boardwalk Empire? I do not. He was basically the one who turned uh, the Fez onto uh, Garvey, I believe it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't like this not. character, man. I didn't like this character at all. Yeah, but yeah. So yeah, believe it or not, outside of a bunch of cool clips, I've never watched Boardwalk Empire. It was it wasn't bad for for the show. I, it was fun for its time. I enjoyed it. I'll put it like that. Okay. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be in a hurry to go back and watch it. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the show you were talking about, Two Beers, was vinyl. That was the one that he um, departed from. Um, doing also a creative difference. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, now knowing those two shows that he did, I think it would have been nice to see him do Gotham. He probably would have brought, you know, the grittiness that was needed for it. Uh, I'm curious to see who they're going to get to um, tell the story outside of him as the showrunner. But, yeah, I'm a little sad. But, hey, man, if he wasn't the right person, Winters wasn't the right person, then so be it, you know. Um, it is what it is. Uh- <laughs> I, I, I did I did actually hear that they're thinking about um, getting Hallmark Channel's Michael Landon Jr. to come in to huh. clean up. Hmm. No, not really. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, uh, so no, now th- this next topic, I'm very curious to get GNS's uh, standpoint on it. I have my own standpoint on it, and I might go first for it. But um, so it comes out from a t- Kotaku that stra- uh, streamers are baffled by a new Twitch option to buy affiliate status. That's right. Um, what they're stating now is um, within there, they have some kind of music deal with a company called um, Mon- Monster Cow. I'll read it real quick. Uh, latter portion of Twitch's 2020 has been characterized as two seismic shifts a big po- push to make money off of ads and deals and creator unfriendly capitulation, capitulation sorry, uh, to the music industry. Uh, as we scroll down, it says Monster Cow outlined a new program. In a post on his website today, a streamer subscribed to Monster Cat Gold for $5 per month. They now gain access not only to the library of songs they could play during the streams, but also Twitch affiliate status. So before the year, for people who didn't know, uh, to become an affiliate, you had to have at least 50 followers, uh, 500 total minutes of broadcast, an average of three or more concurrent viewers streaming on seven day different days, right? So I'm gonna go real quickly on this. 
we're a low we're a low group right i i'm in the very low hundreds in terms of followers and i'm sure two beers remembers the trial and tribulations of me trying to get to that 50 follower mark i definitely do <laughs> and then i uh I turned around and relived that with Nande also. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Try to get to it. And, you know, but but it was a sense of joy once I finally got it, right? When you finally hit that Twitch and you did your grinding and finally you got people to finally, you know, do what you need to do. It felt good, right? And then it's like, all right, the next step is partner, which now we're two years into it and we're nowhere near close. But still... <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, but still, you know, it, it was a sense of accomplishment. And I think by them doing this Monster Cat, it kind of, and I'm very curious for people who aren't affiliates, you know, how they feel about it. But it kind of, I don't, I want to say kind of cheapens it, but yeah, it does. To me, it feels like it cheapens it, right? It's like, I, I you, you strive for all this hard work. And then, you know, it's like, oh, well, you just have to pay $5 a month and you get in. You know, <laughs> no. it, 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 it kind of feels bad right now. It, 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 so now are you telling me now uh, if I want to be a partner, all I got to do is maybe pay you like $25 a month and then you give me a partner program? Like it just cheapens it to me. I, I don't know. And then like for the people who actually had to campaign and make good content and figure out what they had to do to grow their audience, to finally get to that partner program. You give somebody the ability to just pay for it. it. It just cheapens it to me. It just cheapens it for me, right? So um, that's just my thoughts on it. Coming as a streamer, uh, GNS. I don't. Are you an affiliate yet? I I am literally eight eight follows away okay. from hitting, and and I still I still have to like you know stream consistent for seven days. I think I have the hours in, but when i read this i was like are you kidding me like <laughs> like i have i have toiled and toiled and like and then just to see this happen and then uh yeah it's 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 making me mad thinking about it because I've, I've literally done a lot to get to where i am now and then just to pay just to toss some money at it it's like man it makes it like like pretty much like useless in a way like it's not going to be looked at the same anymore you know it's almost like being an affiliate is like it's like not being an affiliate at all pretty yep. much uh, so before, yeah before you go uh two beards for all those listening please let's get gns's uh, affiliate stats for everybody listening if you're listening come go to twitch.tv slash ghetto nerd society Follow this man. Let's get him to his fifty, so you get a, um, you can get his affiliate stats. Come on, people, let's do it. Let's or do it. I appreciate it. <laughs> we so close. We could just donate five dollars, also. Come on, man. Oh, no, no. Come on, man. Good. I'm saying. Good, too, man. What's your thoughts, you punk? <laughs> um, yeah, I agree with you guys. And, uh, it uh, it cheapens the whole um, it cheapens the whole like workload of getting there. Um, that sort of thing, like uh, it takes away from the uh, the the specialness of it, I guess I could say. But um, if you look at it on the other end, maybe they shouldn't even have these. Uh, maybe they shouldn't even have these um, these tiers to reach. Like uh, maybe they should have these tools and stuff available to you, like right from the beginning, as soon as you start streaming. Like you should automatically, like no matter what amount of uh, followers you have. 
uh, no matter what amount of hours you have, you just automatically right from the jump, you have the uh, tools ready for you to basically upload your own custom emojis to receive donations, to receive uh, paid subs, to get bits and stuff just right off the bat, like make the, make it no, no tier system, no class system and stuff like that. Cause it's one of those things that like, um, kind of dealing back to the whole capitalism thing that we, we spoke about, like these sort of things, it, it creates a, um, a dog eat dog system. Cause like, you know, like, um, you may have somebody who's been doing this for 10 years and no matter what they've tried, um, outside of giving up, no matter what they tried, they can't hit affiliate. And like, um, like they, they've, uh, they've gone on the social medias, they've, uh, They've they've gone in um and paid influencers. They've they've did their whole networking thing. They've talked and supported other people, like showing up in their streams. But no matter what, they just can't hit that fifty. And then like uh and now they're like like I can finally um I can finally uh, yeah I can finally get affiliate. Like hey I might only have um I'm only ha- I might only have two people showing up to my stream, but now at least. Those two people who always support me, they can get a, they can buy a sub now if they want. So like, uh, yeah, and <laughs> I'm not trying to make it sound like uh, like fucked up <laughs> or anything like that. But then it it's like horrible, dude. Because I know it's like partners you, who only get two people in their chat. Partners. See, yeah, and, and and here's the thing that's fucked up about it is that like um when you have this sort of system, the same feeling that you that that you guys haven't talked about, that's the system that it creates. It automatically looks, it makes you look down on the people. Who are buying their way in and it's like fuck you because i had to grind for this shit it's kind of it kind of right. reminds me of like when um uh back when we were actually re- uh used to watch actual wrestling and like uh how shitty the uh people who would win the um the gaming shows like tough enough and stuff like that how shitty the rest of the locker room would treat them because they're like yo we 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 broke our backs coming up uh in like uh and like shit house shows and stuff like that you go on TV on a reality a reality TV show, win a competition, and all of a sudden you're a, you're a, a pro wrestler. So it's like, um, so I feel you might you might be better off if you just go ahead and open up the whole thing to everything. But, huh, but good idea. Yeah, but this way, this is what they probably want anyway because they're just uh this way they they get to eat off of it and they're making even more extra money off of the side. I do want to say one more thing so I don't ramble on uh, much more. I just want to say like to all Twitch streamers and stuff like that. When you see these sort of things, like you got, you, I know you, you look at things as unfair, like when it comes to this, when it comes to the whole, like um, the uh, the way that they're handling DMCA claims and stuff like that. You got to get to a point, um, just like YouTubers as well, you have to get to a point that you're, you're under a system that's owned by somebody else. And it's always going to be unfair because they make the rules. So it's like you have to that you have to get to that point now where you have to feel like, do you feel like swallowing the shit that they're going to feed you to stay on the platform? So that's, that's all, all what it comes down to. Cause they don't really give a fuck about if they're, if they're um, making you feel upset or if they're like, uh, <laughs> or if they're doing wrong by you, as long as that money keeps flowing in. Like uh, as an old job once told me when I used to work for a cable service, a higher up basically told me like, we don't give two shits about how much you guys complain as long as you're not cutting the service. <laughs> Jeez. Jeez, man. All right. Well, I, I, I got one little yeah, thing to add to that. Yeah, I, 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 didn't, I didn't mean to cut you off, but do you think it'll be a time 
where different record labels or different music groups will have like a subscription based service for Twitch that you can play only their uh, catalog of music like Universal, Interscope. Do you think something like that would be available? Like a whole nother separate streaming package, like, you know, like you pay for Spotify, a certain package that will go along with you streaming. You know, because my, my whole plan of uh, doing a Quiet Storm Call of Duty stream, uh, stream is over with. I can't play Luther Vandross and Snipe People now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you can, um, I think eventually they're, I think, I think eventually they'll get there. Like, I mean, if Facebook was able to sign a, uh, uh, a decent deal, I think if Twitch, Decides they finally want to put the money down, they can do it. But for right now, you can just like go through the um, the approved uh, Twitch unsexy music for your uh, Quiet Storm stream, <laughs> and you can uh, play that while you're sniping people instead. Compromise, my friend. Uh, yeah, or compromise. You can, or you can go over to Facebook Gaming, and you can have dudes uh, DMing you about changing the culture. you know what we need to talk about that facebook page man i think we just need to obliterate it (laughs) we gotta change the culture man all right (laughs) wow all right so uh real quickly well i'm glad you guys are funny but uh real quickly go from twitch to youtube and this is kind of a fucked up story but uh starting today youtube has will begin running ads on some creators' video, but won't give them a portion of the ad revenue because they're not big enough to enroll in this partner program. That's right. YouTube is now going to roll ads on your videos, and they're going to make take all the money from it because you're just not big enough to get monetization. Uh, and for those who don't know, the YouTube partner program requires creators to accrue 4,000 total hours of watch time over the last year and have more than 1,000 subscribers. I have, I think, 50. We have 50. Come on, guys. If you're listening, let's get up. Let's get up to uh, 1,000 subscribers. (laughs) They're probably running ads on your shit right now. (laughs) You know it. You know it. So uh, I'll go first real quickly on this. This is very similar to what... um, Twitch was doing, but at least Twitch, when they were running ads, would give people, you know, watching it a cut of the money. Uh, YouTube's decided to not do that, which is kind of shitty. And uh, unfortunately, as much as I don't like it, it's their platform, and I really don't have anything I can say against it outside of just to take my videos off and try to find another platform to do it on. Right? They don't. They don't care. Uh, people have been complaining about YouTube algorithms, ad apocalypse, a lot of shit with YouTube, and it's still around. It's still one of the hottest and biggest, you know, places to go for videos. And until somebody comes around to dethrone them, there, you know, there's there's no reason, there's nothing to stop there. There's no competition to keep them honest from doing shitty tactics like this. So, as as much as I disagree with it. What are what are you going to do, right? I don't get monetization. I'm not, as they say, I'm not big enough for their partner program. I won't be, <laughs> and you know, if ever. So it is what it is. 
I go to you, GNS, again. I mean, I think you use YouTube, right? What, what's your thoughts on this? Um, well, I was thinking about <laughs> starting to use it as far as uh, content, but, you know, at this point, I'm just, just like you said, it doesn't really matter what, they don't care about how we feel or what we think. They're, the bottom line is them getting paid or making as much money as possible. Um, I think I think the best thing that a content creator could do right now is to approach uh, YouTube and Twitch as promotion, as self promotion for other for other content that you're doing, like like how you have the uh, podcast, how you have the different shows. Um, uh, what's the name of the show that that you guys do for uh, for Bleeding Edge? Oh man, Misfits. I forgot. Yeah, Misfits, like the Misfits show, stuff like that. I think YouTube and Twitch could be used as a marketing vehicle for those for those uh, projects that you have. But to solely look at YouTube and Twitch as a uh, platform to make money, I think I think it's those days are over. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure you'll make some money somewhere down the line, but I wouldn't solely look at those look at those uh platforms for that it will solely be to promote what you have going on and who you are and to get people invested in you and your your content uh because and I, that just popped into my head after looking at this story and the twitch story which is very similar you know i i think you know if they're gonna pimp us we pimp them pretty much that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> and and I, I, I think you you bring up a very good point, right, GNS? And I know for a lot of people who do Twitch, right, a lot of them, they know that Twitch, the way Twitch is set up, they're, they're not going to be found, right? They're at the bottom of the list, you know, and somebody comes and finds them is because somebody went to the bottom of the list and they want to do something or somehow they were the lucky winner in the lottery to be, you know, hosted or rated from a, a big time streamer. Right. That's right. the only way that they're going to get noticed outside, you know, one or two stranglers. Right. Um, that's just the way it is. Unless you play something that's new, no one knows about. And, you know, you're the only one who's playing it. Then, you know, you could get people that way. But for those who are playing, like, let's say I want to pull up a game like, let's say Call of Duty. Right. Yeah. There's millions of people who play Call of Duty. But with YouTube. You have a better chance of advertising your stations with, you know, your videos of kill counts and cool shit you do, you know, and then people come in and subscribe from there. You may not get money from YouTube, but that look will help promote you to maybe get more views in Twitch. Mm -hmm. Right. So I, I see what you're saying with using both of them to kind of as advertisements. I think that's a, a very good point, And I agree with you 100 percent on that. Two beers. Your thoughts. Exactly the same. And like uh, the comments I said before on the Twitch thing, exactly. Uh, you can carry You can copy and paste that right onto this. Like uh, as GNS just brought up, I feel at this point that you should look at both of these as just being um, as being promotion. Uh, you shouldn't look at them as a um, way to make a living, uh, especially with um, with both of them going more and more corporate. Like it, it was different when they were when they were trying to be the anti networks, but now they're 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 literally turning into regular TV networks. So it's just like um, if you if you are 
lucky enough to be successful and then to make money uh, good to you, but don't put all your eggs in one basket. Use it to promote your stuff. If you're trying to pitch, uh, if you're if you do animation, you're trying to pitch a show. Like, um, it's a great place for you to 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 uh put your stuff up on there, and then like when you're pitching the network, like look how many views this has, like you know that sort of thing. Just don't expect any money out of it. Uh, one one thing I do find interesting is I wonder if like it like if they have some like when they have uh somebody that they can't stand anymore and they've been trying to get rid of even though they're a big even though they're a big huge channel would they go as far as to like uh like um demonetize the person but keep running ads to, to collect huge uh, a huge avenue run <laughs> off of the person's uh wow. stuff yeah and like <laughs> and like check this out and like what if they were even to go take it a step further to slide basically something in um like into the uh, terms of service of basically um um saying that not that they own it, but they have the rights to use any work. Uh, like like my MySpace and them used to do back in the day where it was like uh, any image that you uploaded to the uh, platform, they had the right to use for um, use for entertainment purposes or for promotional purposes. So imagine if you get pissed off and you, you can't even delete the catalog of videos you uploaded and they just basically can keep your shit around and just collect money off of it. Like, how crazy would that be? That'd be pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, it would be fucked up. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Probably not too far from it. Yeah, but as GNS said, um, it's still great for marketing purposes. It's still great for getting your name out there and building a brand. Just don't put your eggs, all your eggs in one basket and don't expect it to be something that you can live off of. If you if you do end up being one of the people who can, more uh, power to you. But if you if you don't, that way you don't get uh, you don't get you don't get pissed off when they they pull the rug out from under you or they change something else that fucks your whole um your whole channel up i just want to say to Payne, who says i pick from the middle and the bottom thank you sir i appreciate you thank you very much <laughs> no doubt man so a little bit more sad news um so later on we'll be talking about three stories we'll be talking about the uh, change of wonder woman coming to streaming but before we go that i thought we were going to have the trifecta of movies coming this holiday next month in December. I thought we were going to have Coming to America 2, Soul, and Wonder Woman, but now it looks like Coming to America 2 will now arrive on Amazon later than expected, now being set to come out on March 5th instead of its regular December date. So I'm going to start off with you two beers on this one. How do you feel about Coming to America being delayed on Amazon Prime? Well, it's fine. I, I would have. It would have been a perfect christmas movie hopefully it's hopefully it's good and like um i can wait so i'm I'm not too uh, bummed about it but i would have enjoyed having it uh come out in december like imagine being able to watch wonder woman and then like uh and then later on in the day you uh you cool down with some comedy and watch um coming to america too that would have been pretty cool for uh christmas and you get your dessert of soul yeah would be pretty damn awesome but yeah it's okay we can um we can wait Maybe you can wait. It's it's crazy. We've been waiting since 1988 to get a sequel. <laughs> 1988. Uh, but now, um, what I was thinking was that, and I know I, I might be the eye one out, but I feel like this movie might not have that big of a spectacle 
as far as production is concerned. Um, I think it's a, I, I think it's a little, I think it's a little bit smaller compared to what they did before, especially for Amazon to be able to purchase it, uh, for it to be streamed on on their uh, platform. I, I feel like it might be, I'm not saying it's going to be like low budget or anything, but I, I'm not expecting the same spectacle that we got with the first movie. But I think it's going to be funnier than the first film. And that's saying a lot. But looking at the cast and the time that they had to put it together, I think it's gonna. Uh, I think it's gonna be really good. But I, I, I'm fine with the wait because um, I have no choice but to be fine with it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like... I, I agree. I agree. As, as much as I don't want to wait, what other choice do I have? You know, outside of maybe breaking into Eddie Murphy's house and getting the digital file. You know, it's, it's, you got to wait. But yeah, I was hoping for it. You know. <laughs> That's possible. That's very possible. <laughs> It'll lead to a whole number of host of problems for you, though. <laughs> as long as we, uh, we you know, I, I, I want it to be good, and I know it's supposed to revolve around the sun. I don't want it to be a re exact recreation of the first uh, coming to America, but uh, I, I, I do, I would love to see um, uh, an up-to-date modern version of the dating scene. I think that would be very, very... <laughs> Interesting. Even though now, even though now I just think of all the rapper faces on it now, thanks to that fucking video on Twitter, where he <laughs> <laughs> says, hey, "Will Smith, my name is Cherry, and I'm." Yeah, that was that was fucking horrible. <laughs> like whoever did that, you're a horrible person. <laughs> yeah, man, deepfakes are are scary things, man. Good. Did you say anything else you want to add? No, no, I was just laughing. <laughs> All right, so we go to our next topic. Oh, wrong one. Our next topic right here. So Ava DuVernay um, is doing a DC comic an adaptation of DMZ uh, for HBO Max. I do not know what DMZ is, so maybe one of you can uh, kind of tell me uh, a little bit. But um, it's going to be a four-part uh, uh, series starring uh, Rosario Dawson. And Benjamin Bratt takes place in the future amid Second American War, uh, Civil War that has turned Manhattan into a demilitarized zone, which is what DMZ stands for. Um, and Patino and Duverney will both executive produce the series, which belongs producers next year. Patino will also write ep- eight episodes and serve as showrunner while Duverney will direct. Uh, so here's the real quick tagline. I'll read it real quick. In the future, America is embroiled in a bitter civil war, leaving Manhattan demilitarized zone, destroyed and isolated from the rest of the world, leaping off pages of the popular comic DMZ chronicles, the harrowing journey of fearless and fierce medic Ahmed Ortega. Oh my gosh, really? Why can Ro- why is Rosario Dawson a medic in every comic book show? Uh, seriously, <laughs> Rosario Dawson, who said someone is bro. <laughs> heroin, Jerry the <laughs> the son she lost in the evacuation of New York City at, at the onset of conflict. Throwing gasoline on the flames of the conflict is Parco Delgados, uh, series star Benjamin Bratt. The popular and deadly leader of one of the most uh, powerful gangs in the DMZ, he wants to rule this new world. It will stop at stop at nothing to secure the outcome. In the adrenalized and expensive drama, which examines a stark political and cultural divide in American society, Alma must contend with gangs, militias, uh, demagogues, demagogues, 
and warlocks, warlords, my goodness, uh, <laughs> that control the lawless no man's land. In doing so, she becomes uh, the unlikely source of what everyone ha here has lost, which is hope. All right, Genus, I'm going to start off with you. What's your thoughts on this? Um, I don't know too much about the comic. I know um, I have it on my list to get because I feel like it might be wrapped already. I think it might be done, but um, I had planned on getting it. I probably definitely will get it before this airs. Uh, I'm also excited about it because I, I like seeing um, comic book material that's not your traditional superhero, good guy, bad guy, and more complex stories that are told in that medium actually put on film, you know, no matter if it's a that's show or, or, you know, especially like... Uh, Oh man, what's the movie? The it was a guy who was like a a bartender and he lost his memory and then he turns out he was a hitman for the mob. But I had no idea that was a comic book. Oh man, what's that movie? He's uh he's a uh, amnesia, can't remember anything, and then he like snaps into it. Anybody know what I'm talking about? <laughs> it's no an older idea. movie. <laughs> nah, no the, the movie's like. I'll look it up, but um, uh, I'll. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited for it. Awesome. Two beers. Your thoughts? Oh, very short on this one. Um, sounds interesting. Uh, I'm going to give it. A sh I'm going. Uh, I can't wait to give it a, a tryout. Seems like they have a solid cast. Yeah, so I'm. I'm looking forward to it. I got one comment. Where's my new gods, Ava? Where's my new gods? But I'll settle for uh, DMZ. <laughs> You sure I still you want, want you got Yeah, if it's Ava DuVernay, yeah, hell yeah, I still yeah, want it. You sure? Yeah. Sure about that? Yeah, yeah, I oh, don't oh. care. Even if it's under Warner Brothers, I still want Ava DuVernay's mm -hmm. new gods, man. You sure about that? Yes, yes, sir. <laughs> okay. Yes, sir, I do. All right. Even if it comes out, turn out like Suicide Squad, I still want it. All right. <laughs> Last regrettable words, right? <laughs> yep, you asked for it. <laughs> this guy, <man. laughs> that 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 film was called uh, A History of Violence. Ah, uh, it's it's actually a comic book. Road Road to Perdition was a comic book. Yes. I had no idea. Yeah. Or, yeah, I found that out mm -hmm. later. But yeah, what's the the gal's name from uh, Handmaid's Tale? Oh, I know who you're talking about. Uh, the, the one, the one man, with man. yeah, I know. Yeah, the one with her, Tiffany Haddish, and um, I forgot the one comedian's name. Oh, yeah. the kitchen. kitchen. Yeah, that's yeah. actually a com based off of a comic, also. Yep. Never got to see that. I gotta watch that movie. It's fun. Yeah, I do yeah. too. I haven't watched it yet. Very fun. Maybe we'll put it on for uh, movie night. Oh, good short plug for those who are <laughs> listening. Unfortunately, you're going to be listening to this too late. Uh, that's why you need to come to our live shows every Friday, 10 p.m. Eastern, here on twitch.tv slash ARNGM. But for those who are listening later on, every Sunday, we will be having a movie night. Come join it. It's fun. <laughs> uh, we will post it. We will post it in the Discord and so forth. But yeah, definitely come to the movie nights. Uh, you may not be able to catch this one because this episode won't go out until Tuesday. But the following one, <laughs> start joining. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> yes. So uh, uh, we'll go to uh, the next topic in terms of it, too. Uh, Genus brought this up. Uh, so Last of Us, we we talked about it slightly on the show, but now uh, HBO has greenlit it. 
They uh, called for an order of the series, which means that, yeah, they like the pilot. They want to see the show. So now they're going to start producing the show. We don't know how many episodes there are going to be for it. Um, it's coming uh, from Craig and Neil. Um, I believe that's Craig and Neil. Uh, is, that not, is that Craig and Neil Gaiman? Not Gaiman. Um, uh, Neil Dropman from Naughty Dog. Okay. And ah. Craig. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. I forgot the Craig's last name, but he worked on uh, Chernobyl most recent. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so we're we're going to definitely get the uh, actual series, and hopefully we'll get greenlit the other ones that they were uh, looking at, which is good because Sony has a lot of good uh, story-driven IP. So it will be nice to see TV shows. I'll go real quickly first. You guys just tell me what you want from me. I don't want to see the main characters unless it's a, a story that's going to fill us up with backstory before the, the movie events or after the game events, rather. Not the movie, but the game events. I don't want to see anything unless you're going to fill us in between 1 and 2 and before 1. Uh, I would rather see a story that's within this universe that involves different people within this universe that may run across the actual cast of those characters. But I would rather see something, you know, in this universe but a brand new story because I don't want to just watch what I play. I think that's boring to me. Uh, Gene, that's the resident uh, Last of Us um, fans, <laughs> even though somebody doesn't, you know, think so. <laughs> what are your thoughts uh, unfortunately. on it? Unfortunately. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm actually excited for it because from what I read um, from, uh, from Neil Druckmann, and I keep forgetting this Craig guy's last name, but for, from what I read that they're going to flush out a, uh, a lot of things that happen, you know, in between the first, well, you know, during the first game, but in between sections, you you guys haven't played yet, have you? The first uh, Last of Us. Nope, it was going to be on my package of stuff to do with my brand new PS5 that never came. <laughs> I have that. <laughs> okay, so if you when you play the first game there's chunks in between uh areas that they get to in the first game and they're gonna fully flush out all of those areas and and uh i also heard that they're gonna have maybe a season in between the first game or a season or two in between the first game and the second game and it's so pretty much it's gonna be more of a long form storytelling of course because it's a show but you know and then there's things that they wanted to put in the first game that they wouldn't allow them to put into a game. So it sounds like it's going to be something pretty horrific. So all of that stuff will be in the show. So, so, so that's why I'm looking forward to it. So real quick question for you before we go to two beers. Do they do a time jump? Is that what you're talking about with the first one? There's time jumps? <laughs> there's a there's 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 one huge time jump in the first game. Okay, okay. And okay. Yeah. So. So so my question is: so I'm taking it's going to follow the main characters from the first one, the TV series. Is from that, what I'm reading, yeah. Do you is that what you want, or would you rather follow different characters in the story, create new characters in the story that gives you a whole new experience, and they run into those characters? Would you rather because of the okay? Well, well, because of the time jump, and because of you know questions about you know, the, the actual infection itself or the virus itself and, 
you know, it, it's a lot of big holes that are left um, unfilled in the first game. I mean, not they're not jarring, in my opinion, because, you know, a disclaimer, I like mainstream media, so full disclaimer. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you, there, I think it'll work in a, in a good way to uh, take those two characters. Now, going forward, I, I could see them spinning off and doing, you know, going into other because like when you play the second game the world really does open up and there's tons of other things going on you know besides what you are actually dealing with and seeing but, but is that what you I, want? I, I, do you want it to focus on them or would you rather focus on different characters i'm asking oh, your I, opinion in yeah. my opinion I, I would rather focus on them okay 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 so you want to see more of those characters and flesh out more of their backstory we don't see in the game right okay cool Cool. Yeah, I saw. I saw. I wanted to make sure what what's your thoughts on it. Being a fan of the show, what you would rather see? I'd be a fan of the game rather. Uh, Two beers. Your thoughts? Exactly the same. Um, like, uh, I think something that basically is just going to imitate the characters of the uh, the game. Even though I haven't played the game, I can only imagine for except for events that people may have uh, be waiting for the CB the CB recreated. I think that would probably come off boring. I, I would like to find out more about um, stuff that dealt more into the world building, um, how certain people became certain ways, which which uh, from G, you know, GNS's uh, description sound like that's the path they're going, so that's pretty cool. One thing I will say right off of the bat that I'm afraid of is that I personally wouldn't want it to become another talk, uh, Walking Dead where it's just basically a... Uh, where it's basically just a soap opera, like... Um, starring a soap opera and like uh the threat of the uh freakers is just like um something that's super downplayed to just being props sort of thing so that would be very boring for me like it's one of the reasons why i stopped watching uh watching the the walking dead way earlier on especially when it took them like uh god knows how long to get off of that off of that farmhouse so like um i <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I personally that would put me to sleep like um unless like like uh if we got to see some very interesting things like um somebody showing a a person slowly changing into a a freaker and how it's affecting their their uh their mental capacity and stuff like that or like those sort of things like I, like um i like to see like some real interesting things with it but um yeah well we'll see all right, I kind of gave my opinion, so you don't need to hear it again. But going into uh, chat, Payne says almost all the movies you like are comic books. He also says says that it has to focus on the main characters, Joel and Ellie. People fell in love with them, and it's and it's and fell in love with them in the first game. Uh, they at least have to show up in the series. Uh, too late, two beers. You know it's going to take two seasons for them to find a gun in the second season is bullets. <laughs> oh, man, funny guy. But, yeah. But, yeah, I, I, you know, yeah, I'm not going to reiterate, but I understand it's a vast world, right? You got to figure that in the world is vast, but with people who fell in love with the characters, I understand why you want to create it. I just don't want to see The Last of Us the game just redone again as a TV series. I, I, I just get bored of that, you know? <laughs> you know, that's the same thing with Assassin's Creed. Like, don't take me through all of the Assassin's Creed movies when you do the series, you know? Show me something new. 
Mm. I hope they do. You asking for too much. You damn right. (laughs) 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 All right. So uh, this one will probably be pretty quick, though. But um, what we have here playing right now is uh, Wonder Woman 84. Warner Brothers just released news. And Patty Jenkins and Gal Gadot also released the news on their Twitter. Basically, Warner Brothers came to the decision. They've delayed Wonder Woman so many times. So many times it's been done. Probably a year after New Mutants was done. And now um, they showed a uh, new trailer with a little bit more scenes in it, which I'm playing right now. But the main thing at the end is that on Christmas, December 25th, Wonder Woman will show up in theaters where theaters are open. Uh, and for those who are in places where the theaters is not open, you can watch it on the actual uh, streaming service HBO Max at no additional cost. So no, we will not Mulan you and force you to pay $30 to watch it. If you're a subscriber to HBO Max, come December 25th, log in. You can watch it right then and there. Or if you want the movie experience, go to a theater December 25th and watch it there. So I'm gonna well, start- smooth. Uh, yep, yep, yep. I'm going to start with you, GNS, first. What are your thoughts on this? I'm sure you're happy. Go ahead, sir. Uh, yeah, I'm very, very happy. I'm very excited. I've been waiting on this movie for a long I enjoyed the first one a lot. Um, yeah, I, I was. we were even questioning if we should chance. <laughs> we wanted to see it so bad. Me and my wife were just ch- this, the, you know, trying to figure out, should we just try it and see how it is? And then we're like, ah, <laughs> no, probably not. But now knowing that it's going to be on HBO Max, I, I feel way better about it. Um, yeah, I, I, I hope that they're able to draw more more subscribers for HBO Max because of this. Um, and that it's enough, which to me, it seems like it's enough content there to keep people, but that this would be a big drawing point and then some kind of way that it kick back uh, to the production of the film. I, I really don't think it's going to make that much in the uh, box office here in the United States. Uh, maybe overseas, it'll probably do well, but I, I don't think that it's going to, you know, be big, you know, $100 million, $200 million uh, right now with the state of everything. But um, I, I'm super excited for it, and I hope a lot of people um, check it out and subscribe and check it out. So for people who don't know, uh, this will be part of our movie night that December 25th that weekend yes we will do a movie night for um, for Wonder Woman for those who uh, watch it so yes as a group yes come and join us let's all watch Wonder Woman together let's cheer let's boo let's cry let's do all of it uh, real quick question <laughs> for you GNS, before I go to yeah. two beards do you think um do you think Warner Brothers making a mistake? Do you think they should have brought it to VOD and charged people to uh, make it? Do you think this is going to bite them in the ass, not just giving it to them so straight through HBO Max? It's a good chance that it might. Um, I, I I would have been willing to purchase it for the 20. I think it's normally 20, 20, 25. But, if, you know, since I already have the service, you know, it kind of cancels it you know, cancels out, but then you got to wonder about people that subscribe and then cancel before their free subscription is over. You know, who's going to stick around after they subscribe. Um, like I, I did, did we buy trolls? Yeah. I bought trolls. And I'm like, why did I buy trolls for, you know, like watched it one time and then <laughs> that was it. But, <laughs> uh, 
you know, he, he, they're, they're going to miss out on some money for sure for, for not putting it uh, on demand for, for sale or rent. But, you know, but again, you know, trying to get people into the ecosystem of like HBO Max, mm -hmm. this is a big selling point. And then whatever they draw in from the box office, that's like icing on the cake. I'm, I'm assuming, and that's how I'm thinking about it. Okay, so two beers. We know that HBO Max is now on Amazon Prime. Uh, they made a deal. It is officially on Amazon Prime. I mean, Amazon Fire Stick. So people can now watch HBO Max on finally, Fire Stick, right? finally. <laughs> and they're still in talks with Roku, which are, those are the two biggest places to go in terms of watching HBO Max. Otherwise, people are stuck with watching it on their computer or their Xbox or you know, their phones, basically. Um, so with that move, and now uh, bring Wonder Woman next month on Christmas to um, to it, do you think uh, do you think this is the best move that they could have made, Warner Brothers? Um, I think, um, just as GNS said, I think they're leaving money on the table by not actually offering it for a um, for a fee. Uh, but as a as a um a good faith consumer move i think it's pretty good because it's like um there are probably people who are just gonna um, I, I don't know if it's gonna bring bring more people to the uh service i don't know if people are going to if it's gonna bump the numbers but i do know people who already have it are going to be pretty happy that they're getting to see this at no extra charge so maybe that good faith will carry over for them um uh, so yeah it's it's pretty cool i'm uh uh, as HBO Max watcher, I'm happy about it. Like, uh, I can't wait for um, Christmas to uh, roll around and for me to open up my um, my my shiny new bills and no gifts, and then uh, pull out like some sort of a uh, just wow, <laughs> <laughs> pull out uh, some sort of drink and like lay wine back, and if we're doing a watch party, um watch uh wonder woman with the rest of y'all it's gonna be cool yeah i think it's gonna be awesome to do a watch party together and watch wonder woman um yeah i'm happy man i i've been waiting for this movie uh i had i liked i loved wonder woman you know the original one until the ending um i've already said my issues with the first one but uh, i've been very excited for this uh it looks like the script spoilers that i've seen for this movie seem to be true uh, but uh, even knowing what's to come, <laughs> even knowing what the movie's about and what's to come, I'm I'm still excited to see it, and hopefully, you know, it will pique my interest and it'll be good. But I, I want to see it, right? It's been too long. This movie is supposed to come out like two years ago, and here we are, you know, still waiting for it. So, yeah, I'm for it. Let's let's do it. So I'm still uh, waiting for Mega to enter the chat and say how we don't deserve the Snyder Cut. Oh God! Please don't summon him. <laughs> we actually do deserve it. <laughs> so agreed, with, agreed. So with Warner Brothers doing one good thing, uh, there's always Warner Brothers doing a bad thing. So what we have here right now is the Tom and Jerry trailer, which, for those who have not seen it, it's. I'm gonna go eat you two beers. What's your thoughts on Tommy Cherry, the movie? Yo, this John look like straight dog shit. Like, um, this is a, it's a fucking abomination on the screen. <laughs> like, I don't know who approved this. 
I don't know who, who thought it was a good idea. I don't know who was just like after they didn't review it and be like, all right, we're just gonna like say fuck this and we're gonna like it's gonna be a tax write off because that's what it should have been. Like uh, I wouldn't even send this. Uh, I wouldn't even send this straight to HBO Max. Like nobody needs to see this. <laughs> so like, um, yeah. My 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 biggest takeoff though is like, how in the fuck is a uh, hit girl in this? <laughs> Talk about Chloe Moretz. Yes, like. If I remember correctly, she didn't want to do superhero uh, stuff anymore after her stint as hit girl. She wanted to do uh, more types of roles, be taken um, seriously, and this is what she ends up in. <laughs> I mean, like, like they get they get one point for taking away uh, or making sure Tom and Jerry didn't have voices in this one. But I'm like, um, who framed Roger Rabbit? This is not like I, like even though this is I'm even though I'm just watching the trailer and I haven't seen the movie yet. It looks fucking awful. Look at that drone action. <laughs> so fucking bad. Yeah, I, I will. I will say that. Yeah, it does look like uh, like the way they do the animation. It does remind you of Roger Rabbit, like the two, like they almost did the two, the two, the two D cells on top of the actual uh, movie. But real quickly before I go to Eugenia, let me just for the people who are listening, let me just kind of explain to them. Uh, what we're seeing basically. So Tom and Jerry, for whatever reason, the trailer starts looks like they're homeless, and then Jerry Mouse um, finds this prestige uh, hotel. And keep in mind, he's two D, and everything else in the world is all reality. For those who are listening, and they find a hotel, and basically he's living in this hotel, eating all their foods and stuff, and they want to get an exterminator, which of course comes in Tom to uh, help the hotel rid this mouse. Go ahead, Genus. Your thoughts. Uh, uh, <laughs> Beards pretty much said it all, man. I, I wasn't even expecting this to happen. How, how is it that we keep getting stuff like this, but the cool projects like uh, Popeye and um, there's another animated project that was supposed to be coming. Like they never see the light of day, but this gets greenlit. I mean, Hit Girl as a as a hotel <laughs> a hotel hostess. Like, come on, man. Like, how are we supposed to? I, my grand my grandson would never watch this. I, I won't. I won't subject them to bad movies like this. <laughs> <laughs> but what if it comes out in the straight fire though? Uh, that's slim to none chances. So. What, what if it is? Like the uh, the ser- the um, the spiritual successor to Who Framed Roger Rabbit. What if it's that good? Do you think there's a chance that it could be anywhere close as good as that by looking at this trailer? Fuck no. But we'll never know if we don't watch it. <laughs> oh, I- I'm not gonna be the guinea pig for that. One. <laughs> Oh God! I, I was hoping that this was going to be like Scoop, and I know Scoop got mixed re, uh, re- of reviews and all, but I was hoping it was going to be like a three D animated movie like Scoop or The Peanuts. And then, yeah. it, and then I saw this, and I went automatically to now the Smurfs are in our world, and I'm like, uh, why? why 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 are they in our world and they're doing all the 2d cartoon physics and in reality it just it just doesn't make any sense man 
Like, That's why you got you gotta watch the movie. Maybe they explained it. <laughs> like like in like in 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 Roger Rabbit, you you understood you were in Toontown and they were tunes. Mm-hmm. Like there was a distinction as to. All right, next topic. <laughs> He's like, I can't take it. <laughs> no, no, no. So, uh, uh, last uh, of the movie topics, uh, Cowboy Bebop is actually getting a Netflix live-action remake. Um, we could see some of the cast here, but the cast that we're seeing here is not any of the uh, main cast. Uh, for those who are actually wondering... Um, in terms of the main cast, uh, it states uh, John Cho as Spike Spiegel, Mustafa Shakir as Jet Black, Danielle Panetta as Faye Valentine, and a- Alex Hassel as Vicious, and Ella Satine as Julia. I'm going to go with YouTube ears. Netflix seems to like to take uh, anime and turn them into live actions. I, I can't, I, I'm trying to think of one that was successful. Um, that wasn't part of uh, controversy, you know, uh, or blowback. So, what are your thoughts on on Cowboy Bebop, the uh, live action TV series? I don't have much to say. Uh, I think this is going to be like um, another Netflix uh, live action anime train wreck, like uh, some of their other stuff. So, um, yep. I have a morbid curiosity about these sort of things. So. Like a uh, deer in headlights, I'm going to uh, still check it out just to see how much of it they fuck up. But I hope to be uh, pleasantly surprised and eat crow. We'll see what they do. But yeah, I don't have any. Um, I don't have any high expectations going in. Okay. Well, hopefully the music's good. <laughs> GNS. They shouldn't change the soundtrack at all. Well, you never There's know. No need to. You never yeah. know. So. Uh, GNS, your thoughts. <laughs> I had to second everything Beers just said. I don't really have a lot to say about it. Um, for those that are listening or watching, if you haven't watched Cowboy Bebop, the anime, go back and watch it and watch the movie right after that. And then uh, just cross your fingers and hope for the best with this <laughs> with this remake. Uh, you made me so mad by saying that, uh, Con. Like, if I turn this on and they got, like, fucking mumble rap in Cowboy Bebop, yep. I'm going to be super pissed. <laughs> like uh, it's, it's, it might yeah. happen. Like if I don't get a chase scene uh, with uh, what planet is this plane in the background, and instead I get like like a in the background, I'll be like, I'm gonna scream "fuck you, con" at the screen while I'm watching it. Wow! I just want you to know. Don't blame me. I didn't make direction. Don't blame me. Yeah, yeah. Don't uh, don't touch the the music Netflix. It's it's perfect the way it is. Uh-huh. All right. So let's let's move on real quickly to uh, gaming real quick. Uh, GNS, um, you seem to be the only one who scored yeah, any of the new consoles. What's your thoughts so far on the uh, next generation consoles? Why don't you tell the viewers? The hardware is amazing. Um, I have an Xbox Series X. Uh, the controller is pretty much the same. Uh, besides the grips, uh, the grips and the, there, there's like a textured grip behind the controller itself. You know, it's a little bit uh, weightier, just slightly, but not, not so much uh, from the other uh, controller that was available. Um, everything is super fast. Everything works perfectly. The only trouble is there are certain games that cause it to crash. 
<laughs> primarily my favorite game right now, which is Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. I'm almost through the uh, campaign. I tried to stream it on Sunday, I believe, and it crashed on me twice. So I haven't played it. And uh, there's other games also that can cause the Series X and also the PS5 to crash uh, due to, um, you know, not having an update. There's something that's, there's two major bugs in Call of Duty uh, uh, specifically that are causing it to crash. Um, then I find out that there's two different versions <laughs> of Call of Duty Black Ops. And the only thing that's differentiating the <clears throat> the box from the two is a small little sticker in the corner with the X. <laughs> so I had no idea that I had the wow. current gen. Yeah. Activision did, did, did me dirty on this one. Uh, but yeah, overall I, I'm happy that I waited and um, got this one. Cause I, I almost got the, um, X, uh, not the Series X, but the X before. I almost got that one, but I waited for, um, I decided to wait, hold out for the Series X. I actually had gotten a pre-order for a PS5, but I, a friend of mine was having a hard time getting it, so I let him get the pre-order that I have for the PS5. But from secondhand, <laughs> I know I'm being long-winded, but from secondhand, um, conversation about the PS5 is also equally fast and amazing. Just certain games cause it to crash. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I think as far as loading speeds and everything, the uh, Series X is slightly faster, but not by le leaps and bounds. So it's pretty much just up to preference and availability of games, which I think that the Xbox ecosystem has more available to it with Game Pass and EA Play added on to it and the Xbox Live games with Gold, which I don't know why they even still have that. Maybe that might go by the wayside. But um, overall, I'm glad I did it. It's amazing. And I can't wait for you guys to hop in. And also, if you have a PC, you can get Game Pass. <laughs> <laughs> I know I was a bit long-winded and I was trailing in my thought as I was because it's it's amazing I, I, I'm, I'm happy that I got it um, that's awesome but there's just uh, yeah what I want to play causes it to crash so <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to keep crashing my system for uh, for Call of Duty or some of the other games but yeah that's awesome to hear I'm that glad was very you got awesome. one Two beers, has anything changed? Any comments on the new systems? Um, I'll be even though I haven't been a, been lucky enough to to nab either one of them yet. Uh all the videos I've seen, um I'm super impressed. And one of the things I want to say I'm super impressed about as well is that I've come to find out recently that um both of these consoles, like uh uh, that are out, they don't even have all the development tools on them yet. So even without even without developers having the actual uh, full to tools for the kit, um, it's 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 very interesting to see that these uh, systems are powerful enough just to power through things and still give you these like uh, 
these great like bumping performance deltas and stuff like that just from you uh loading older games up onto the uh the system it also like um it also explains a lot when uh <laughs> as we were going more and more closer to the launch and we were both like why in the fuck have we not seen the trailer of anybody of any game playing actually on the series x <laughs> yeah. why is it always like why is it always on the pc or like uh or it's supposed to be some equivalent or like something that's like uh that they feel um um uh could be up to the point of a series x or they will be playing on the on the on the on the previous gen system even though it's supposed to be like a, a series x game and it's it's flat out because the uh the tools weren't ready and like apparently a lot of the tools still aren't ready uh i guess we can like we can um we can uh champion all that to COVID and like how COVID's going to affect gaming probably for the next uh year or two but um I was not able to uh, get one of the most recent stock. I'm hoping to get one. Um, I'm hoping to get one on the 25th. Uh, I was I was hell bent on getting the Series S over the Series X. Uh, but not only speaking to GNS, but also like uh, after like looking at like videos from Digital Foundry, like uh, um, Linus Tech Tips, um, Amazing Lucas, and a bunch of guys, a bunch of other uh, dealer, and a bunch of people like that. Like, um, it saddens me because it's like for three hundred dollars, the box is way more capable than it should be. But I know right now that if I were to get it, the only um, the only games that that I was that I'll be guaranteed to see like outputting the system's power would be like actual in-house Xbox games. Like, there's been a couple of people who use it, like uh, like the. Um, like the uh the the maker of the Taurus basically showed that it can do 4K easily, uh for people who are into that sort of thing, like uh and other people like basically like um Watchdogs decided to drop some uh, ray tracing on it to show you could do it could do ray tracing, but it just basically means that the uh outside of the Xbox in-house game uh first-party games, like probably only only 30% of the people will probably actually take the time to to use any of the boxes power and other than that, the rest of them will just be shitty ports. Cause they don't really care. Cause it's the, uh, the lower end console. <laughs> so based off the way of that, you say things, <laughs> cause yeah, I mean that, that box is everything that I thought that's the sort of thing I think gaming should be. Like, I think it should be, um, uh, more focused on a uh, 2k 1440p, uh, frames per second. And I think they should uh, rely on more techniques like better design, uh, HDR, um, uh, things of that nature, uh, like and then like ray tracing over your 2K or whatever like that. I feel like when you're um, when you're stressed about your 4K and your 8K, I think you're you're using up way too many resources. And I think it's a, uh, I think thing, I think stuff that the that that could go into other parts of the gaming to make the world better, to make better physics, to to do better design. I think that's all being uh, wasted on just saying that. Hey, we can run the game at 4K 60 frames per second. I, I really don't care. So that's uh that's always has been my um my standpoint on that. But I will um on the 25th I will be trying to get a uh a series um X again and probably by January if uh if I'm lucky enough I'll probably have a PS5 then because I'm very very interested in getting one of those haptic uh uh feedback controllers in my hand. So why not get a uh, a PlayStation Five first and then an Xbox? 
Oh, because I uh, I personally prefer to play on Xbox. I know, but there's so many games that you missed out on the PlayStation that you could back order and play, and you could still play a lot of your games still on your Xbox. So by the time you get through the back order of PlayStation games, uh, <coughs> you should be able to play your Xbox, and then the actual series game should be out by then, which will be probably another year or two. So you get your PlayStation, you get to play all those wonderful games that you mm-hmm. missed out on and then now and then all the games are still coming out you can still play on your xbox that you have true. now and then very true and then now you're not missing out on sony and then by the time your xbox is basically to the point of being replaced you can easily replace it and play continue playing on the xbox that's a very good point i may actually do that 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 is a very good point yeah so it's like uh we'll see but like, um, but right now that's uh that's the way I plan on doing it. I also heard that um, the X uh the PlayStation Five controller actually all the right all um, it it currently um it all it syncs with Steam, so like if uh if they can actually get the um the haptics to uh work with um uh, games off the PS Five, like if if developers can you can uh utilize it on other uh, platforms, that would be very interesting as well. I think um, overall, like uh, even with even with the uh, rocky start of COVID, even with um, some even with some things uh, being missed, like uh, like and some balls dropped, like Halo Infinite ball, uh, the ball was dropped on that. Like Sony uh, being very very um, very uh, they they gave, they handed out a lot of disinformation when it came to the console and what was supposed to be a uh, brand new. There's 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 people out there who still believe that uh that the next horizon game is an actual uh ps5 uh exclusive when it'll also be on the ps4 so outside of uh miss um miss marketing and stuff like that i still think even with all these balls drop i i i feel that this next generation like is fucking amazing like they like both uh both companies knocked it out of the park you actually had people online celebrating um launch launch days and stuff like that and outside of the people who are into the console war things like seeing so many people um have joy over a new console launch it brought me back to the days of like how we were like how amazing it was when you when you uh you got a a super a super nintendo and you had no idea you were getting it or like if you when the if you got a dreamcast for the first time and you, you brought it home and opened it up and it was like this brand new experience like hearing all these people read uh reading all these people talking about this for the first time and like to different uh departure from how disappointed and depressed everybody was uh, from the opening <laughs> of the xbox one and the ps4 <laughs> so it's like it's i i love uh i love what they did uh and i i know i'm going on but i just I'm real happy how things turned out. This has been fucking awesome for gaming all all around. Awesome. Very, very good. So we're going to skip over, because we're short on time, um, we're going to skip over to one uh, topic real quick, but we'll see. We'll go through this one thing real quickly, and I'll swap over. So um, Hitman, IO interacted, the team that usually does. Hitman is now <laughs> taking care of a Bond game. We haven't seen a Bond game basically... Oh, we have, but we haven't seen a good buying game since probably uh, the Nintendo 64, even though we had, you know, ones on the PlayStation 2 and so forth. Um, I'm going to go for you, GNS, because I know you were one of the first to actually show and talk about this when they say, guess what's coming? What's your thoughts on this? Man, if I wasn't, uh, if it wasn't so late in here, 
I would be super hype, super yelling, super going crazy, man. I am hyped for this. I'm a huge James Bond fan, especially the uh, Daniel Craig uh, run. And uh, if they do anything remotely close to that with the type of hitman mechanics, man, we're in for some amazing times, man. I'm super excited for it. And I'm pretty sure they've been working on this for a while now, but it's just been kept under wraps. So hopefully we get it next year, uh, maybe fall. But now that I'm thinking about it, it probably won't be till 2022. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm really, I'm, yeah, I'm really excited for it though. I'm, I'm, I, I would really love to see uh, the gameplay. I want to see if it moves more fluent than what Hitman does. Um, how does the story break down? I know it's supposed to be an origin story of uh, 007, like how he got started and how he came into the uh, 00 program. So, yeah, I I'm excited. Good to hear. Tubirich, your thoughts? Same thing. Also excited. Um... As long as it's not first person, uh, as long as it's not a first person shooter, like um, I'm already on board. Uh, I want to see what they. Uh, here goes that. Hey, continue. <laughs> yeah, I just don't want to. I just don't want a first person shooter. That's all. So it was like, um, I can't wait to see what the uh, the team from Hitman do. Uh, what type of um, what type of gameplay mechanics they add to it? Like, uh, if we're gonna get like a, if we're going to get more of a. Um, the ladies man smooth type bomb or uh, bond or if we're going to get the uh i um the rough around the edges i beat the shit out of people daniel craig bond i'm very uh very interested to see what they're going to do damn you don't want a successor you don't think this new agent should get a uh, golden eye new agent you said new age like these kids <laughs> they should get a golden eye I don't think Golden. Fortnite. I was gonna. I was gonna. I, I was actually gonna delve more into the whole first person thing. Um, one of the reasons I'm saying I don't want a first person shooter is not just because I'm tired of first person shooters, but I feel that uh, Golden Eye wouldn't thrive now. Like it's it was special. I feel it was special when it came out because it was a uh, it was a big fish in a small pond. There was nothing like it. Like I I don't think there was enough. I don't think there's anything. Even if you were to take that game and completely um, modern, modernize it, uh, looking graphic-wise from from the uh, from the um, the ground up, I do not feel that there'll be anything special enough about it that'll actually make it stand out amongst its peers. That that'll make people actually want to play it. Like a lot of people probably won't even think it's good. Well, seeing how there's no such thing as really a deathmatch shooter. Uh, in today's day and age, most shooters are all BRs. I think it will be a welcome change. Maybe. There is no real Quakes. I mean, you got Quake, but it's, it's pretty much dead in the water uh, in terms of community. There's no arena shooters hardly anymore. That era of gaming has died, so if you can figure out a way to bring that back. Outside of Call of Duty, right? Because Call of Duty still mm -hmm. has the TDM capture flag and all that stuff, but outside of Call of Duty, right? I think it would be cool. I'm happy for it. I love uh, James Bond. Um, the, the Daniel Craig. I've seen every James Bond in movie theater. And it's usually around on my birthday in November. <laughs> so usually, um, I usually go to a movie theater and watch every Bond. 
uh, movie on the big screen. I'm still waiting for the new one. I uh, can't wait to check it out. But uh, yeah, I'm happy with it. I, my only problem I had with Hitman was bugs. So hopefully, uh, you know, IO Interactive gets their shit together and they don't give us the Ubisoft of James Bond games. But aside from that, <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I can't wait. <laughs> All right, so real quickly, we got one last uh, topic to discuss, and then uh, we go to what the fuck of the week. So, everybody, I'm going, I'm going to go last. Get off your chest. We've been gone for two weeks, and I know this shit ain't over. I'm going to start off with you, GNS. What were your thoughts during the election? How did you feel um, Tuesday when everything was all Trump? What's your thoughts now? Just, just whatever you want to let out about the election, whatever you want to scream out, just let it out now. Go ahead. The floor is yours, sir. Okay. Let it out. Because it's kind of making me, uh, oh, man. To the, the, the see this, uh, you know, just like you, what you posted in the, in the Discord with uh, what happened in Issaquah, this guy he's done tremendous damage to this country to where now we're just about completely divided. I know it's the biggest uh, election turnout in history from what I'm understanding. So that means that, you know, even though that the popular vote also shifted, you know, Biden was, I forgot the exact amount and Trump, uh, it's it's just sad to see that something that we had thought that we had made some headway on to realize that we haven't made any headway at all and that we're pretty much back to the civil rights era times um as far as us as a country it's sad it's 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 sick to see a presidential campaign use religion use scare tactics fear tactics to get people to sway people to a vote. It, it just thinking about it, uh, it makes me mad, uh, to see people that have given their life, uh, to vote to, uh, to even be here. Like we didn't ask to be here. <clears throat> we were taken, man. Yeah. We were taken away and we were brought here enforced the natives had their land took it you know what i'm saying when you really think about it man and then to hear people and to see people driving around with huge trump stickers and proud boys and ben shapiro and just all this all this shit man it's just like how is this even how, how can that be christian how can that be right how 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 is that that somebody can sit there and feed off of evil for their own for their own uh um I don't even know how to say it but for their own agenda to push their own agenda even now still he's still saying that the election is rigged all this misinformation that this guy is spewing then i hear that the guy is thinking about having his own digital media network which in turn he can feed more lies and more misinformation to the country and to the world. And you got people, I got people that I know from London 
that are messaging me on Facebook asking me, how is it over there? Are you guys okay? That's scary, man. Mm. So to, to see the election change and start to pop up and swift and, and sway in such a way and, and, and to all the people of color that are listening that went out and voted and that voted for Biden, thank you. Because with that little bit of change, my grandson, my two kids, my two boys, my two black boys might have a slight bit of chance to not be shot because they're black, to not by an officer or by some racist redneck out in the stick somewhere just because of who they are, just because of the pigmentation of their skin, because of somebody spewing some nonsense. So I'm happy that Biden got it. I even have people that I know personally that were siding with Trump just because dude said he's Christian and that he's for Christian, the, the Christian lifestyle. And he's doing nothing that shows Christianity at all. Nope. It pisses me off, man. So I'm happy that it, it, it came to where it came to. The sooner this guy gets out so this man can get in and attempt to do something. Is he the best choice? You know, but between the two, in my opinion, yes. Is he perfect? No. But I think we have the best shot with him as opposed to somebody like Trump or somebody else like Trump. That's just how I feel. That's where I'm at with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm tired of... I, I've actually cut some people off over this. Like, I, yeah. I don't follow yeah. I don't follow him on Facebook. I don't, I don't need to see it. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. I don't want to hear your rhetoric and trying to make it okay because it's not okay. Yeah. Yep. If I were to, if I were to, if we were to do half the stuff that this man has done and people that follow him and, and, and push his agenda, we will be shot dead on the spot. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. So, you know, not, not to be long winded and stuff, man, but that, that's how, that's how I feel about it, man. I'm happy that Good, Biden man. and Thank Harris you, is in there and, uh, yeah. I thank you, man. I hear, I hear the passion, man. I'm, yeah, and I'm thankful yeah, I'm for it, man. Very, very impassionate, bro. Very. Thank you. Thank you for yep. sharing that, man. And and before I go to the two beers, I'm with you, man. Like, um, on the one show before we went on break, me, me and two beers had a conversation and I was talking about the streamer that I was supporting, you know, giving subscriptions, donations and shit for a while. Talked to consistently and he took a picture showing that he voted for Trump and his thing was I can't trust the Democrats and then he went on some uh, Hunter Biden conspiracy theory and I'm sitting there I'm like dude you're you're willing to hear some fucking crazy ass conspiracy about laptops in Russia but the man who's taking gifts from Putin and shit you have no qualms about that like it's it's just it's it's, it's so crazy man and and I literally, we had the discussion of, was it right for me to cancel the sub, to un, unfollow, and not even talk to the guy to give him the benefit of the doubt to explain himself? And that was like, it's like, it's, it's just to the point now, it's like, dude, I we have talks on cancel culture, but it's like, I see that shit, and I, I just write you off. I'm done. I, I don't have time, as you said, I don't have time for this foolishness. It's, it's, you're, you're fucking, you're playing with people's lives. That's the way I look at it. Yeah. And, yeah. and if you look at the four years of all the shit that we've had to endure under this motherfucker and you want to say, oh, yeah, give me four more years of that shit. 
And as I stated to Two Beards, just the herd immunity alone should be enough for you to say, you know what, let's get the let's let's change some shit. Herd immunity enough should be enough for you to say, get the fuck out of here. You know what, Two Beards? I'm sorry. I'm gonna go. Oh, I'm gonna okay. go first. I'm yeah, sorry. Go ahead. I'm, so I'm you, gonna so get this shit out shit, real man. quick. So Tuesday comes around. I'm on vacation, right? So for those who don't know, um, has slight family emergency on Sunday, so vacation didn't start off well. Um, Monday, I'm like, we're, we're getting past the emergency, making sure everything is okay with the family. And then uh, it's, it's Tuesday night, and I turn on, and I see red state, red state, red state, red state, red state. I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck? And my wife's sitting there talking to me. She's like, oh, he still has a chance here. And I'm looking at the leads and shit, and I'm like, we're going to get four more years. I, I, I knew we were going to get four more years. I, it was in my bones I knew we were going to get four more years, but fuck! Now I got to fucking really deal with it. Is reality is starting to set, right? And, you know, they did all the uh, internal votes. And then now they're counting all the mail-in votes. And I see the setup, right? Because you go to Pennsylvania, for instance, and they're like, dude, we got these, we got these mail-in votes weeks beforehand. We were trying to count these votes beforehand, and the Republicans would not allow us to. They said, no, you're not allowed to vote until after election days, which goes to show you they knew if they were going to lose the election, this was going to be their out of fucking cheating and so shit. So this, the fix was already in, right? So so we go through it, and it's, it, it was literally, I was on vacation, and I remember talking to two beers, and two beers was like, dude, just sign off on this shit, look at it after midnight, dude, just don't look at it, da-da-da-da-da, messaging them on Discord, and I'm like, dude... It's my vacation. I can't even fucking relax because this shit is so fucking stressful. <laughs> I, I literally, I'm off. Seriously, two-week vacation, and I only got a week to really sit down and relax because this shit was so fucking stressful. It was so fucking stressful. The, just the waiting and seeing of all this shit, the slow changes, the shit was so fucking stressful. And I'm like, why is it like this? <laughs> why? Oh, that's right, because the motherfuckers wanted to set the shit up. So, so we finally get on Saturday. What a special day. Almost like a born day, I would say. Uh, we get to Saturday. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. And as you see on my Twitter, I said the most best birthday gift ever. We get the information that, that Georgia is flipped. Pennsylvania is flipped. Biden's the new president. And here comes, here comes Agent Orange. All the bullshit. All the fucking pundits and shit. And it's crazy because it's like they're, they're doing this shit, but then you start to see, as you were talking about with his own media, you start to see Fox start to switch, right? I'm going to Fox, and I'm like, they're like, we need to see proof now. We need to see proof of voter tampering because they're <laughs> fucking with democracy, right? They're trying to say mm -hmm. all this shit. All this shit that you're asking for proof and all this shit about rigged elections, but nobody said anything when Putin was in it and doing all this shit. Nobody wanted to do recounts look at votes and shit like that when it worked in your favor. Now, all of a sudden, now it is. So I want to come back to what the thing that, that really upset me the most. And and, I, and we play Roland Martin and Uncle Roland here all the time. Go see Roland R. Martin on YouTube. If you're black, definitely go see it. Go check it out. Good guy. You know, he does a lot of shit that is for pro-black, right, for the community. So, um... I'm looking at it, and he's like, "Dude, we gotta, we gotta knock him in the jaw. We gotta make it so that it's undisputable." Because even he knew the first thing he's going to do is try to recount and throw it away in votes. 
And the simple fact that this motherfucker got 47 fucking percent of the popular vote pissed me off to a point that I can't even fucking state. And I know you could go... Go ahead. What were you going to say, Jonas? No, no. I was just saying I I wholeheartedly agree with you, man. That was disheartening to see. Yes. And it was... And like you said, like taking us back to civil rights moments, it was the slap in the face, man. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, these motherfuckers are so fucking scared of seeing people that don't look like them take power and make changes that they're willing to side with all this fucking shit. Put their fucking families and all this in fucking jeopardy just so that you could not see a person in power uh, be of a different tone. Because you're scared. you're, You're so fucking frail. You fucking snowflake of all this shit. That's what happened. And don't get me wrong. I know people are saying, and we had this conversation. Me and two beers had this conversation before him. You can be a supporter of Trump, and and you could come to me. And you say you could say, "Con, I understand all the shit that he does, and he's horrible." But I'm going to tell you this right now. When I'm being with the Republicans under Trump, it's been beneficial to my family. Blase, blase, blase. That's why I'm voting for this fucker. I may not agree with you. I may look at it and say, dude, you're a fucking idiot, but at least you give me a fucking excuse that I could go, okay, mentally I could rationalize that, <laughs> you know? But these people aren't rational. The people who are voting, it's not of that sense. It's literally, when you look at the reason why they voted for man, it was no rationality in it. It was none whatsoever. And it just, it's just pissing me off. And I know they said 55% of white women voted for this motherfucker, and which is crazy because it's such a distinct difference from the Obama era. And I'm like, this motherfucker's talking about making your neighborhood safe again. You know, we're not going to allow the darkies in your neighborhoods and all this other bullshit that you heard in the fucking 50s and shit. And I'm like, and this is what you want? And now you got these motherfuckers, like you were talking Proud Boys and all these fuckers and shit walking around. We're fucking patriots. No, you're fucking terrorists. Stop fucking sugarcoating this shit. You fucking redneck motherfuckers are patriots. Period. Not patriots. You're a fucking terrorist. Plain and simple. If you can't get behind the understanding, and I said this last week, America is a fucking melding pot of multiple cultures. It's not a melding, it's not a, a white fucking country. If you want that shit, go back to fucking Europe, where there's a million fucking people that look like you. Go back to fucking the Caucasus Mountains and shit and go chill that. Go make a fucking place for yourself there. This country is built on fucking immigrants. Fucking immigrants. Even though you motherfuckers, the Spaniards and all fucking stole this fucking land. Overall, this country has been built and was on the back of immigrants, man. This is a world of fucking immigrants. Meaning, you can have people who are fucking Lebanese, people who are fucking Indian, people who are fucking Chinese, Japanese, Taiwanese, Indonesian, African. You know, you can have people of multiple cultures. That is what the fuck America is. And that's what makes America fucking great because it's a melting pot of multiple cultures that work together. And the one thing that it should be is we should all come together. And the problem is, and and I'm not saying, and I'm not blaming white people, right? I'm not blaming all white people because I know a lot of people are going to say you're just blaming white people. No, because there's a lot of fucking Hispanics out there who fucking vote. You know, uh, what's her face came out. But yeah, did you talk about your fucking Cubans in fucking Miami who were sitting there voting for fucking Trump? No, you didn't. So anyway, back to what I was fucking saying. There's a lot of people, and I know there's black people, there's a whole bunch of people who voted Trump, right? It's not Trump was just all white people. The majority might have been white, but a lot of them are other cultures. The point I'm just trying to get to is this, man. 
humanity, you fucking failed me this year. I, for me to say, can 2020 get any worse? Looking at the election, it's like, my God, you guys are fucking horrible. And I'm to the point now, and I said this before, you guys need to get the fuck out. If you can't get on board of what America needs to be, if you still have this old fucking ideal of the 1950s fucking American shit where everybody's fucking white and blonde and fucking shit, get the fuck out. Plain and fucking simple. And in this change, as GNS said, it's not the change that we that um, we all want. It's not the perfect change. It's just this, as I said to before, the two beers, it's a step back to the status fucking quo. That's, and it's sad that that's what that's that's the best of what we can get. The virus is still fucking here. I'm still stuck in my fucking house because you got fuckers who can't even do something as simple as put on a fucking mask. I, I'm 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 just so fed up with this just selfishness of fucking people. And once again, before I hand it off to two beards, I'm proud that Biden won. Of course, he wasn't my first choice, but you know what? He when it came to election time and looking at all the candidates, he's my only choice. I'm going to finish off with two fucking things. Kentucky, the people who voted for Kanye West, fuck you. Fuck you. If you think that Kanye West, all the people who voted for that fucker, <laughs> who thinks that, that Kanye West is the best choice to run this fucking country when a motherfucker can't even run his own fucking household or his own fucking life because he's that fucking mentally unstable. So fuck you for you, all the people who voted him. And last thing but not least, I think every day, I thank God every day I don't have super fucking powers. Two beers, go. <laughs> well damn um uh, like uh gns came with a very impassionate like speech felt it everywhere in my bones you came through with scorch earth y'all uh y'all pretty much handled it like um i was going into this just like most people i was expecting him to uh to still uh win f- through some type of uh fucking malarkey um like um a lot of the a lot of the mainstream media will not uh will not say it to you. A lot of um people that you say see on Twitter and stuff like that will not say it to you. But shout out to the fucking progressives who know that the way that you have to win these stupid ass elections is like go and campaign in the swing states and they did the damn fucking thing. They got him the votes that he needed. Like uh shout out to Stacey Abrams for going out there and registering over uh what was it 800,000 uh voters yep yes. yeah shout out to her for going out and Definitely. doing the damn fucking thing like uh so yeah these these are and like shout out to fucking us for saving democracy yep black people turned out in fucking like astronomical numbers and like uh and just to show you like um like uh how another friend of the show roku why he says like fuck the whole election process and fuck the presidency, even though like I, I talk with him every all the time about how he's, how we still got to vote no matter what the results that we're getting right now is the reason why he feels that way. Like, uh, like we're going back to status quo. I'm happy with status quo over what we had over the past four years. Uh, I am disheartened that also that like, uh, that 55% of, um, of uh, white voters who voted voted for this voted for uh for the Cheeto, but at the same time, like um, it it's uh it's something as me and Payne have talked about. It's better that you you see your enemies with their mask off instead of like them uh keeping it concealed. So like uh, it's good to like it's good to know how like it, a lot of things like hurt cutting off friends that you grew up with, like people that you went to school with, people that you've broke bread with, like that you've actually like 
uh, helped out in countless times or they helped you out and you thought that they had your back. It's, it's, it's sad to see that they got radicalized and you get to see this ugly side of them, but at least, you know, Mm -hmm. at least, you know, like they they probably, they probably felt about you a certain type of way. Like uh, some people will, some people like, will like you the same way they like a pet. So it's like, don't, uh, don't feel too bad about it. Now, you know, like he's still out there fucking things over. He's still, he's still destroying our democracy right now. And he's probably going to continue doing that if he starts his own network up. So that's just more things down the line. Like, uh, so even though we're rid of him, we still aren't going to be rid of him because he's probably going to like be running to every uh, channel he can. And, and because he's, he's good ratings for people, they will probably uh, have him on all the time. And if he has his TV network, he's going to reach out to a bunch of people that way as well. But like, uh, so now we, we got to just keep marching forward, flipping seats and hopefully like, um, uh hopefully we'll get the taste of piece of it and if we don't at least the um we can like uh um depart this mortal world knowing that our generation went out finally making a better place like uh for the people under us growing up that they can finally um they can finally live a better life and actually and actually uh, feel free to pursue their happiness without having to uh, deal with all the bullshit that uh, that we've gone through and our um, and our ancestors have gone through and and things of that nature. Like like uh, like as long as we don't get disheartened and we keep pushing forward, because it's probably gonna uh, it's probably gonna get even uglier. Still with the positive that that this guy isn't isn't uh, <laughs> sitting behind the uh, table making moves that's gonna continue to fuck us all over. Uh, oh, but he does still have till January the twenty first, so we'll we'll see what he does. Uh, but like <laughs> outside of uh, outside of outside of that, you know, it's like let's um, like uh, Biden's not even my fifth choice of who I would have uh, voted for as a uh, president. Status quo tastes real good right now, and yeah. I'm going to cheesecake. Yep, and I'm going to um, continue to uh, do my own little small things behind the scenes that I can do to uh help get the right people in the office, uh, things that, um, to, uh, educate people on certain things to let them know, like, um, whenever somebody throws up the, uh, the, the term, um, socialists and communists, they don't even know what those fucking things are. And also to, to actually like try to, um, reverse this whole sort of thinking that having a nest egg or having wealth redistribution is like you, uh, is you freeloading or you being a leech or you not being able to work for uh work for your, your own place in this world. I want to say this to everybody. You're not leeching. The taxes are your fucking money <laughs> that you put into the government. <laughs> like wherever you're spending goods, wherever it's getting taken out of your check, this is your fucking money. Yep. So when they say to you things like we don't want people sitting at home, not doing any work, and freeloading off of the government. They're not freeloading off of the government. This is money they put into the government to work for them. This is your fucking money. I don't know how many times I can say that. When you uh, when you look at your check and you see a big gigantic 30 something percent to 40 something percent taken out of your fucking money, this is your money coming back to you. <laughs> yeah. So like, Enjoy. Uh, yeah, get that shit out of your head. Stop listening to these people who are telling you to, to pick yourself up by your bootstraps because I can guarantee you 
like over 60% of them have never done any fucking hard labor in their life. <laughs> These motherfuckers ain't even cut their own grass before. So that, stop telling them, that, stop letting them tell you that you're not working hard enough to achieve the American dream. Like when they've already been born in the trust funds, when they already like have the whole world working in their favor, stop fucking listening to them. Like take a step back, pull yourself out of the political ideologies. I don't care if you're a Democrat. I don't care if you're a Republican. Just sit and look into how the world works. Like actually take a take a step back, uh, take a breather, look at the information, not not conspiracies, not ideologies, not not taking somebody's person, not taking a uh, a celebrity's word for it, not taking a person's word for it that you look up to. Just look exactly how things work. Ask yourself why you as a uh, as a citizen of the United States that breaks your fucking back to keep this country afloat only got $1,200 to fucking survive off of since March. Why $4 trillion got pumped into Wall Street. Ask yourself, how that how is that fair? Ask yourself how the, how the three stimulus packages, they all went to businesses and you got $1,200 fucking dollars, a one-time payment. So I could go on and on, but I think everybody gets the point. Cheers to status quo. Let's keep working. Let's make a, Let's try to make this world better for our youth. Yeah. yeah, and and real quick, I got something to play for you real quick. You ready? Let's go. Fuck Trump. 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 Dog. Woo. Fuck Trump. Fuck Trump. That's some good ass Fuck Trump. Fuck Trump. Yes. There we go. Fuck Trump. Fantastic. Fan-fucking-tastic. Same problem you have now that you're seeing the same problem we have with climate change, right? People are like, why the fuck do I care about people 100 years from now? I'll be fucking dead. That's a horrible uh, way to look at it. Yeah, but that's, that's the way horrible, they are. That's, the, that's, that's, that's the, the same are. way people are now about uh, canceling student debt. They're yeah. like, I feel cheated because I paid for my student debt. And I'm like, if what it takes for... If, like... um if you feel cheated because a whole lot of people uh if you if you uh if you want to stop the whole progression of millions of people people's lives getting better just because you were fortunate enough to pay off yours that says a lot about you so let's go it's that time folks we gotta close out we've been going for like two hours and 30 minutes somewhat long show but let's 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 close it out with this one (laughs) <laughs> what the Florida. fuck of the week mm. title of it is a Florida man says he was trying to toughen up his 8 year old son by bringing him along on a crime spree Florida <laughs> so uh, here's the cliff notes 36 year old man Florida was accused of committing various crimes while an 8 year old was arrested on Thursday according to Miami Herald Ernest McKnight the third told authorities that he brought his boy with him because he was trying to toughen him up. 
and that didn't win, and he didn't want him to be soft, according to news released by Polk County Sheriff Corps. Taking a child with you while you're committing felonies is not the proper way to create a positive influence, Polk County Sheriff Grady Judd said to a news release on Friday. Uh, Florida authorities arrested a man. He said, he, blah, blah, blah. Uh, we already went through that. Uh, yeah, here we go. So they said, um, there's a man who was accused of multiple crimes, was taken into custody on Thursday, and is facing charges of theft, burglary, and contributing to delinquency of a minor, according to a news release by Polk County Sheriff's Office, per the Miami Herald. McKnight is accused of stealing a red Hyundai on November 7th. What a wonderful day. Uh, in Lake Wales, Florida, according to the news release, you also accused oh, of rummaging through a man's parked Chevy HHR. On November 12th, authorities said McKnight was discovered in the act. He drove away in a red Hyundai he took pr days prior. According to the news release, hours later on the same day, McKnight took a package from a person's porch and said, It's mine now! And then he left the scene <laughs> in the red Hyundai. Authorities okay. said the news release. One of the crimes was theft of a delivered package, the sheriff officer said in a Facebook post about incidents about the theft. Ernest told the detective, It was there for me to take. After local police failed to stop McKnight during the traffic stop, the stolen Hyundai was detected by the sheriff's officer's helicopter unit in the back of a residence by Lake Wales, where he was eventually detained. According to the new release, during a question of McKnight told authorities he had the child was a present because he was trying to toughen him up because he doesn't want him to be soft. Take, of course. So, and then it goes into it. And Polk County Sheriff J.E. Gross said, news release, I'm quite confident there. There is not a child psychologist out there who would agree with this guy's idea of proper activity for a child. So uh, with that said, I'll go to you, GNS. What's your thoughts on uh, toughening up your kid by committing crimes in front of him? Uh, f first, what 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 is that video clip playing? Is that a murder scene? <laughs> nah, nah, it's something it was about like it's about cleaning. It was like COVID. blood and like hair and like I was like it was <laughs> like, like it looked like it was like stab stab nah, marks in the bed. And it was is, blood. It's, it's basically how crime scene cleaners disinfect uh, coronavirus hotspots. That's basically what they're saying. Oh, okay. Oh, thank God. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> uh, you know what? I, and you guys might think. I'm crazy for saying this, but this one's not too bad. This is this is this is pretty mm. mild compared to what to what we stuff. to what we got. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I I also would go and say how how many how many other parents think like this? Because I know of a few. I grew up around a few that think like that. Here, take a shot of this. It'll toughen you up. You need to be more more manly. Or you know, hey, smoke this cigar, this Newport right here. You you be you'll be more shocked to know that there's more of this going on than what you think. That pe that a lot of men think that if you do that, then it's gonna make your your kid tough. And, you know, screw his childhood, him playing with toys and having fun. No, we're gonna make him a straight gangster out here in these streets. We're gonna <laughs> teach him how to steal how to yep. steal Hondas and. Amazon packages off of people's Porsches. That's the way to go, you know. A life for crime. <laughs> so horrible, man. I swear, I swear, Florida is a is a testing ground 
for behavioral science of some sort, <laughs> some type of chemical warfare that they're planning. They're testing it out down there in Florida, man. I'll never go to Florida in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah, two very short thoughts. Wow. Um, GNS is very correct. Uh, we all grew up around that sort of stuff, like um, form of what masculinity is. And like I even... Uh, I even uh, joke with a friend of the show, uh, Nande, about my cheesemo all the time. Um, so he's uh, JNS is definitely not off the off the. Um, he's definitely uh, not off the path when he's talking about this sort of stuff, like the whole. Uh, I better not see you cry over this, like uh, <laughs> like your like uh, your uncle's coming around and and punch you, trying to cave your chest in every time they saw you, <laughs> and like you better not cry. Oh, you fell off your bike into the road. You better not cry. <laughs> oh, you got bit by a dog. That's just a dog bite. Don't be a bitch. <laughs> like the hardest. <laughs> walk so, it yeah. off. Yeah, yep. walk it off. Yep. Yeah. So like, um, I just want to say, um, besides getting into the whole, like, uh, everybody actually being in a more elevated state now where I can say like, there is a good portion of us that understands that everybody doesn't fit into a, uh, a category of, um, of what we all grew up thinking with a, a manly man was supposed to be. So it's like, um, you, like, um, you have your different types of, uh, you're going to have your different types of men, no matter what, no matter what's popularized, whether it's, uh, whether it's the, uh, the cowboy, uh, style guy or the lumberjack or the, uh, or the, the mobster, the mobster or like, um, or or a gangster rapper or anything like that you're always going to ha- or like the uh, the more um fashionable feminine style that's going around now you're always going to have your uh you're you're always going to have people who are just going to grow up into their their type of uh their own type of boxes cuz that's just the type of per- person they are no matter what you try to force them into being but with that being said if you wanted to toughen up a little man instead of like trying to give him his first felony uh maybe you want to teach him the barbecue bond by cooking the steak with him uh maybe you want to go out into the uh park and throw the old baseball around um play some uh batting you know maybe shoot a couple of hoops uh get him his first bb gun and take him target practicing uh shoot some cans in the background uh you know get a pair of boxing gloves and some mitts teach him how to defend himself and throw a punch but uh i, I don't know where um <laughs> Like Junior's first felony is gonna teach him how to be a man. <laughs> I don't get that. Uh, but that then again, early. <laughs> but then again, I see. I saw who you voted for, America. <laughs> so <laughs> none of this, uh, none of this confuses me at all anymore. <laughs> if we read an article next week about uh, a man took it, uh, a man tried to get his son to fuck a seal. To say that it would make his his son manly, I would be like, "Hey, it's right on point for America." <laughs> I, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not surprised anymore. Me and my son shot, uh, took shot glasses of bleach. Like uh, I, hey, hey, it's America. <laughs> this is this is what it is. <laughs> this is where we're at now. Yeah, this is where we're at. Oh, <laughs> this God. is this is us. <laughs> oh, <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, damn, out of everything, man. Like, go lift some fucking weights. Like, <laughs> do, do something else. There's <laughs> like millions of yeah. things. You know, to, you know, how about sit down and read a book with them? 
a comic book. For, no, that's not manly. Perhaps though. you know. No, that's not manly. Yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, you, yo, you could have even fucking taught him how to like shave or some shit, like like any yeah. fucking thing. Then like <laughs> we gonna go out and fucking rob people because this <laughs> this is what men do. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that kid's gonna be screwed, man. Oh yeah. The yeah. seat the seat the seat has been planted already, so uh-huh. it's gonna reinvigorate them all. Oh my goodness. Good job, Pops. Just you did the damn yeah. thing. <laughs> By the way, just to let you know, Kelly McEnany, the uh White House uh press secretary, is from Florida. Just to let you know. I'm not oh, surprised. Man. Explains a lot. This is America. <laughs> so is that the lady that's supposed to transfer the information? No, that's um, I forgot what her name is, but no, that's not her. Oh God! Well, I'm gonna say it's her anyway because I don't like that lady. <laughs> Jeez. Jeez, she's probably from Florida also. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they probably actually grew up together. Oh my goodness. Oh man. All right, folks. Well, let's wrap it up. Wrap it up, B. I'm going to start with you, Genus. Why don't you tell people where they can find you, sir? Uh, thank you for coming on the show, first off, of course. And what your recommendation is for the week? I'm GNS. You can find me on Twitter at Artfully Nerd or GNS. Uh, one of them will pop up my name. It's a cute digital picture of uh, Webster. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you know it's me uh you can also find me on instagram at ghetto nerd society and at twitch.tv uh ghetto nerd society my recommendation for this week is a show that's been out for a while and the fourth season should be coming soon um it was actually john singleton's last uh project that he was a part of before he parted this uh world and that's uh, snowfall uh it's mm-hmm. a deep dive into um pretty much the origins of uh crack and how the drug trade um you know was used to fill to fuel uh war pretty much um it's very interesting to see all the different inner workings from the street level to the government side um interpersonal relationships with family and and things and it's it's really good i'm on the third season now uh every episode is amazing it's it's and it's pretty much <clears throat> right on the nose of what was going on. And uh, a lot of the episodes John Singleton actually uh, directed and he overseen everything down to um, down to the voice, not voice uh, acting. <laughs> uh, what do you call it? Somebody that like liaisons for the actors, like the main actor, he's actually from the UK and he had Dub C from Dub C and the Mad Circle actually come and be like his mentor and show him, <clears throat> show him like the neighborhood and how to talk and how to carry itself and the things that were going on in South Central nice. Los Angeles back in the early '80s. So it's it's an, an amazing show. It's on Hulu right now. All, the whole the whole series. Um, I I highly recommend uh, everybody check it out. Awesome, great, great, great. Two beers. Great. Can you uh, tell? what your suggestion is and where people can find you. Uh, my suggestion is, um, uh, and I'm sorry, I, I do have fart brain. So if I, if I've actually recommended this to you before, I don't give a damn cause it's still fucking good and you should still read it anyway. Uh, the Tom strong series from, uh, Alan Moore, 
which uh, was part uh, sir, of... Sir, uh, sir, sir. You yes. actually recommended Tom Strong not even an episode ago. Try something else. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. All right. So I'm going to recommend uh, Promethea, which was also part of uh, ABC Comics, also written by Alan Moore. And it is basically about a, um, it's basically about the, uh, about a, a goddess, like, uh, but it's, it's kind of a, in a way where the, um, the goddess actually takes the form of a, uh, an avatar through a human and the human transforms into the goddess. And like, uh, and he basically runs through this thing as like different types of, um, like basically, um, they keep some of their own personality when becoming Promethea and like, uh, I, I'm, I don't want to give away too much. But uh, he basically covers like um, even though you're supposed to kind of get Wonder Woman out of it in a way, uh, he runs through very different forms of like uh, of um, the superhero years of like uh, different types of uh, like the, her being a different persona of a different type of character that fit in a different era, and like uh, but it's so much about like uh, mysticism and religion and like uh, just great characters dog and how they interact with each other it's a uh it's a fantastic read i don't want to like i don't want to delve in too much or like spoil too much but i i i recommend uh i recommend uh promethea by promethea by alan moore and that's my recommendation for this week uh you can find me at twitter under uh two beards uh, not two beards good lord you can find me on twitter on <laughs> the scorpion report <laughs> Or you can type in Bitsaki, that's B-I-T-S-A-K-E. Either one of those will get you to my Twitter. Uh, you can also find me under Instagram at uh, Bitsake, and that is B-I-T-S-A-K-E. Awesome. Uh, for me, <laughs> my, I want to recommend Tom Strong. I don't give a fuck <laughs> if I said it last week or not. <laughs> oh, oh, man. All right. Good one. Good one. <laughs> nah, well, well deserved, sir. Well deserved. <laughs> in all seriousness, for my uh, recommendation, I want to start off with a show that went into a second season. And this is a really weird recommendation for me, but I'm going to rec- recommend HBO's uh, Historic Materials for those who don't know. That's um, basically the Golden Compass, <laughs> the kids' movie that came out. Um, I don't know why people think that. I guess because his Dark Materials was originally was a, a children's book. I guess I don't know. It seems like it's a very, I guess, teen older audience. Like it's it's very dark for kids. I can't see like really young kids reading this book, and parents being okay with it. But um, those who are very religious, I want to tell you right off the bat. Don't watch this movie. Uh, don't watch this TV show. You will be very offended because there are, the uh, creator really does not like uh, Catholics or the Catholic Church to the point that uh, he literally demonized <laughs> them and made them villains. Yeah, is, and so, so automatically anything that you have beliefs in with Catholicism, he's going to reverse it and spit in your face. So if you're a fan of that, I would say don't watch it. But everybody else, is uh, it's a very interesting movie. I mean, excuse me, I keep saying movie. Interesting TV show. Um, it's in the second uh, season. I think the uh, cast is freaking amazing um, for the actual TV show. I think, um, I can't think of her, the uh, one woman's name. Let me real quickly look at it. 
uh, Ruth Wilson, she plays Mrs. Coulter. I believe um, uh, the woman from... Who was uh, Tom Cruise's ex-wife from Australia? Nicole Kidman? Yes, Nicole Kidman, I believe, played this role in the movie of Golden Compass. But uh, Ruth Wilson does this role. She's amazing at it. Daphne Keene from um, the Wolverine movie. She was the little girl, Weapon X. Uh, she's the main character in it. She's awesome. Her dad is actually in it. He plays one of the priests. Uh, he's not too bad. And um, sometimes whenever you can see an actual uh, an episode, but the uh, Charles Xavier himself uh, is actually in the um, in the movie, in the actual TV show, too. Very, very fun, interesting show. And now that they're moving away from one universe to another, uh, without spoiling too much of it, it's, uh, it's getting very, very uh, interesting. The first season is pretty much the Golden Compass. Um, for those who've probably seen the Golden Compass, it runs through a lot of the beats from the Golden Compass. I don't know what book that is. And now in the second movie, we're, we're going into some uh, interesting and dark uh, situations, which... After the first episode, I was like of the second season, I was like, "Okay, you got me, you got me. Let's 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 keep watching." So that's my recommendation. Uh, if you want to get a hold of me, my name is Khan. You can find me at Mobies M O E B E S on Twitter, and also you can always find me too. Also on Twitch.tv, same way you can find on the show um, on Twitch.tv under Twitch.tv/arngm. We record this show every Friday, 10 p.m. Eastern. As stated before, we have one more show after Thanksgiving, and then we're going to be on a short hiatus until the week before Christmas, where we will do our yearly wrap-up, where we give us our best and worst. Wow, it's surprising to think there was any best for 2020, but our best and worst of the year. <laughs> <laughs> we'll try to do it, and then we'll be back again after New Year's Day. So I think New Year's is the first so we'll probably be back on the 8th after um, the wrap-up review. So, you know, to give everybody a chance to go with their family, spend time, you know, all that good stuff, not have to worry about stuff. But I want to say thank you to my partners. I, I really appreciate it. It was good to have you guys back on Friday. I miss you guys talking on hey, the Oh, yeah, man. Hey, Mutual, Mary. man. Yeah, it was real fun uh, having the, the band back after a nice after a little split. So, yeah. Yeah, 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 and it's good. good release today, too, man. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got to get some of that stuff off your shoulders. And for those who are listening who came back, I want to say thank you very much for listening. For all the people who came out, whether you were a lurker or stopping by, uh, whatever, I want to say thank you. Thank you, Payne, for uh, stopping by. I know you do a lot of lurking. Uh, but thank you also for coming in and listening to us uh, chat and mm-hmm. um yeah hopefully we could definitely get you back in there i know we we had you on the last one we had some mic issues hopefully we can get that ironed out and we can get you back on the show um for uh season two i guess you could say next year but for all those listening i appreciate you i appreciate you all very much we'll be back again next friday for another episode of shoot the shit um remember folks uh shoot the shit don't be shit and um, you know what? In terms of it, you know what's that? What's that? What's that? What's that? Uh, that dude, that comedian, Terrence Howard. Yeah, fuck Terrence but Howard. Terrence, Terrence, Terrence Williams. Williams. Whatever. <laughs> fuck Terrence Howard. Williams. <laughs> you got Terrence Howard. Like, what I do, man? Yeah, I know. Sorry. Sorry, what man. I do, man? What I do, man? <laughs> I'm just out of here. I'm sorry, Terrence Howard. <laughs> but Terrence Williams, <laughs> I heard you talking shit on my boy Rowan. Fuck you, man. Uh, mm-hmm. no, no, no. And, uh, and, and that one woman over in, uh, in, in Baltimore who couldn't win the Senate, 
Yeah, you Kim, Kim or whatever her name is. Yeah, fuck yeah. you too. Yeah, fuck you too. That's your hometown, or at least close to your hometown. But uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. There's a few in every state, going man. On. <laughs> I think it's a little bit more there, though, buddy. <laughs> and, and 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 the last but not least, I want to say fuck you to Warner Brothers for that Tom and Jerry trailer. Fuck you. <laughs> Yeah, man. <laughs> I feel betrayed. <laughs> I just want to watch the whole episodes now. <laughs> oh, man. Peace out, everybody. Peace. Peace.